Um, first of all, me and my wife, my wife Gabrielle um, Union, we are, we are proud, when I say proud, we are proud parents um, of a child in the LGBTQ plus uh, community. And we're proud allies as well. Um, and we, we take our, our roles and our responsibility as parents very seriously. Um, so when our, when our child comes home with a question, when our child comes home with an issue, when our child comes home with anything, it's our job as parents to listen to that, to give them the best information that we can, the best feedback that we can. Um, and that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved in it. So once Zaya, our 12-year-old, came home, um, and first Zion, everybody, I don't know if everyone knows, originally named Zion, Zion born um, as a boy, came home and said, hey, uh, so I want to talk to you guys. Um, you know, I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And I want to be uh, referenced as she and her. Uh, I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. And so internally, now is our job to one, go out and get information, to reach out to every relationship that we have. My wife reached out to everybody on the, the uh, cast of Pose. Um, we're just trying to figure out as much information we can to make sure that we give our child the best opportunity to be, you know, her best self. Yeah, I mean, I would think that it's one thing. Hey, one goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. Sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. Hey, there's only one goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. And it's real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do real fucking things. Albert Banks put up in, uh, in 2020, when it comes to lyricism out of New Orleans, there's Alfred Banks, 3D Nati, Ray Wimley, and then there's everybody else. So of course, when you, of course, when you say something like that, you go ruffle some feathers. So this one nigga is just like so offended. Like, yeah, I'm like, do I know this nigga? He is so offended, dog. Like, you like, nah, nigga, like, what you talking about? And they just, like, it's just so much, they going back and forth about it because he felt like, no, you do, 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 he more like, you know, go song for song or something, I guess. I don't know. But it's like, like, the rappers is under this bitch, like, what you talking about? And I was laughing, like, yo. <laughs> what you expect, dog? You already know rap competitive as fuck. You go up there and you say, you and only two other niggas embody lyricism in the South, I mean, in New Orleans. That's the, that's the same thing as walking into a room full of New Orleans rappers and basically foreheading all, all the niggas. Of them. You do like, it out fuck in, all in the Facebook world, nigga, like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, come on, dog. You just did, just, that. you just put your forehead, your finger on each you nigga forehead. You just put your finger on each nigga forehead. There are online equivalents to, like, real life shit. Like, you are going to rattle feathers, dog. But I mean... Fuck it. Just stand behind what you say. <clears throat> but I think the statement's bullshit because you don't know every fucking rapper. They got an undiscovered nigga in this bitch right now that can probably out-rap everyone and out-produce out everyone. You know what I'm saying? That don't nobody even, even know of. You know, not if you're just talking about in the scope of who's fucking on the, on the scene, you might have a 20% point. But, you know, who's the best lyricist it's still, at the end of the day, 100% subjective. I mean, everything's subjective. I understand exactly what you're saying on a level of no one can have. Like, what you're saying, I feel like 
Okay, well, you know, in all things, we're going to always compare. We're always going to favorite. We're always going to make our list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some shit is subjective, but some things people are just, like, objectively better at. Like, <clears throat> like, like, we, like, we, like if we just say, because uh, the thing is, when you got to talk about it, you got to see what category you want to judge on. So let's say we got real specific. Who uh, is the best mainstream rapper from 2019? And then you had your own, then you made a list of criteria of all right, you're looking at record sales, looking at flow, you're looking at subject matter, you're looking, you know what I mean? You got you gotta make your list of what you think would make someone the best. Mm -hmm. And then you gotta look at who would even qualify because out of thousands and millions of rappers, we said mainstream. So then you have to quantify what's mainstream. You know what I mean? There's so many things that you would have to do to break down to get in the actual uh, lineup on that. But there's a way to, you know, mathematically um define something subjective, you know what I'm saying? But I think DC said some just said the realest shit under the post. He said, no, like he said to the other dude that was taking like because one rap under there is really like trying to go in. Mm -hmm. DC was like, son, you're a rap, I'm surprised you took this so personally. Like, you know that y'all braggadocious and talk shit and mm -hmm. you know what I mean, say shit like this all the time. It's kinda like what y'all do. You kinda like trip me out that you wanted his validation so much under this post. I like, damn, DC. That yeah. <laughs> That's facts though. That's real. DC just told that man a whole hunk of real. Yeah, he just read the fuck out of it. <laughs> right quick. Validation. Nicely, too. Not right. even like, he didn't even do it. He didn't even come across. Well, I don't know how that man might have read it. But no, no, he laughed about it, so he didn't even read it fucked up. Because I read, I read it. It didn't seem like, it didn't seem like snark. It was like legit. It's like, kind, of, kind of snarky. Kind of. No, it's, kind of. No, it's, aud it's audacious. What, what's the word going on? The word? I, would, I, would, I, would, I would say that. You know too. what I mean? Because you could take it snarky if you read it snarky, but I can also see how you could not read it snarky, but no way that you can't read it not audacious because the nerve of somebody to tell somebody else they yeah. used to some validation. Well, so, we're well, we going to say it's snarky and audacious. This is audaciously snarky, snarkily audacious. <laughs> Either right. one of them. So, you know what I'm saying? That shit funny. Tony Snark, uh, DC, what do you do? Uh, he didn't do nothing. I was just laughing at uh, Alfred Banks. He put up this thing on his Facebook uh, profile about um, <clears throat> how the, um, when you're talking lyricism in 2020 in New Orleans, uh, it's just him, Ray Wimbley, and 3D Not T. What? And that's and that splintered like all these talks and under his wall. 3D Not T ain't all that lyrical to me. Uh, I, 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 to, uh, I listen to it too. I, I like that. I mean, T shit. I think I think she got some lyrics, but for him to say that is really is really ridiculous. Like he don't, he don't really got his ear to the street then for him to say some shit like that. Hey, man, all you can just be talking shit. Look, you taking it real personal like DC said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a Because the, the way DC said, he's like, no, like, don't, like why y'all taking this so seriously? Like, y'all all say this type of shit. Right. Like, all y'all say this. <laughs> all y'all say, I'm the best I'm the in the best game. Rapper. I'm the best rapper. Nigga, do say, nigga, do say, nigga, do say, I'm the best. But when you put other niggas on there, He like, said, me? <laughs> My nigga Ray Webley 3D.T. So, best nurse in New Orleans. Hey, say, 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 we gonna start with me. We gonna start with me. I'm gonna give it to my nigga from Arkansas. People do forget Ray A from New Orleans. Right. And 3D.T., which I can say I'm a 3D.T. fan too, so, but it's I mean, like. He's gonna give it to D1. <laughs> I, I think that would be even more ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, then you know people saying Jay Electronica, Wayne Currency, but I think he really no, meant those like are, those are, those are that's legend. Yeah, that's yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically Jay Electronica just announced that he finally dropped about to drop his first album. Man, now I said, what you doing, nigga? You taking long? This <laughs> is like super like 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 God tier lyricist. He trolling us, huh? Well, two things I'm gonna say about that. One, it it go back to what we were saying for Joe, Joe came in about. You got to have your definition of what you quantify as lyricism, too. You feel me? Well, and, yeah. and two, 
I agree. I don't think I don't, I don't think currency is top tier lyricism, but he got his. He, I think he's a top tier hip hop artist. He's a great hip hop artist. I think yeah, yeah. I think but again, it depends on what you call. Really great. It, but but my, he's not my cup of tea though. Honestly, I'm not shitting on currency. It's just. Currency has a um he has a he has a lane and he has a following. They got people who love him. You feel like this? I can listen to a whole. I can't really. I ain't gonna bump a whole currency. I can't buy a whole album. But there's some songs that currency got that I buy. That I love. Yeah, exactly. I'm on on the same level. Yeah, certain songs I love. It's just something I don't know if it's about his cadence or it's something about him. I just get tired of listening to him after a while, and I can't say that for all artists. And it's not a knock. You know what I mean? It's just my cut. It's not but enough. when we talk about quantifying lyricism, some people count punchlines and uh, metaphors as what lyricism. Some people count just saying real poignant shit, even if it's not dressed up as lyricism. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like it all depends on how uh, you quantify it. The hold of the, 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 <clears throat> the hold of the ear, right? The sound is the, the, the lyricism is in the behold of the ear. Of... I'm gonna just say what like we were talking earlier about how yeah, like if it came down to having to make an objective yeah. list about something subjective. You would have to take all kind of other things into effect and be very specific about um, what you define as what. Because right. if you ain't specific about the definition of what it is, then we could you could like I said, if I just say lyricism, we gonna have three different definitions. Right now, if you say in this. Uh, list. This is what lyricism is defined as, and this is what wordplay is defined as. Yeah. This is what you know. What I mean, if this is how you're breaking it down. Then we can. That's but. but so, I think the argument about lyricism that I always go to is the uh, fact the Biggie and uh, Pac uh, lyricism of like, Pac's the poet, Biggie's the lyricist, and I always go back and forth over like, well, you can't use depends. the word to define a word. If we're talking about lyricism, you can't say Pox the poet and Biggie's the lyricist. You got to use another word for big if we're talking under the term of lyricism is my point. What I'm saying is that, like, when you break down that, of like, oh, uh, all right. Are they saying that Pac is not a lyricist is what you're telling me? Not, I guess not as much of a lyricist. More like, like, they, like you know how they got niggas that say, um, oh, he a spitter. And they got other niggas like, oh, he a, like, he, he a lyricist. Or, oh, like, oh, that nigga can rap. Or oh, that nigga can, can, can spit. Like, uh, I think, um... I think Eminem is, a, is an amazing lyricist. I think that nigga, uh, I think that nigga, their baby can spit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think, uh, you know what I mean? But no, but what I'm saying is the point it seemed like he was making at first, which I thought would like, would like go with it, is like the thought of what we just said is lyric, like if you define lyricism as the poetry, metaphor, simile, punchline yeah, shit, I, I, or yeah. if you define lyricism as poignant, real things that touched me when you said it and you know what I mean there's no like the way you crafted that statement or whatever hit me even if you didn't even use punchlines metaphors and a lot and, and I feel like the greats I feel like the greats I feel like the greats do both but like the thing is Biggie was amazing more was was better at Pac at the punchlines but Pac was better than Biggie to me at the being very succinct with Sincere saying and, that and, real yeah. shit to me but they both could do both at times that's all I'm saying. That I feel like that's when people talk about the greats in hip hop. That's an interesting dichotomy of lyricism. Of Pac wasn't a metaphor nigga, but he said that right, real. Right. Biggie said that real, but he dressed it up in the metaphors. Subjectively, which one touched you? Which one you gone? You know. So it's it's a, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I tell you right now, dog. Sometimes, sometimes the hard lyrics they get to you more than a bunch of similes and punchlines. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a bunch of niggas who could do a bunch of similes and punchlines. But I, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know. That's why I feel like you're great when. See, see that's the that's the thing that that's to me what uh, separates a lot of these battle rappers mm-hmm. and a lot of like 
the 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 cold rappers, like the legends. You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga like Jigger. You hear I me? Mean? He will dress up a real statement in these punchlines and shit. Like that. That to me is when you do it right. Don't like because that that's the thing that made Lil Wayne so controversial. Because because his he, he leads with the punchline shit. He does both and. He'll mix it up so much and like and his style is almost like when you're judging art. Like, you know what I mean? Like how some people looked at Picasso shit and it was like, man, that ain't art. And cause cause this is the way you're supposed to paint. But then you look at Wayne, you like, well, Wayne is his own anomaly because he is the supreme punchline rapper. I now mean, he don't always say shit, and that's a knock that you can say against his overall I catalog. Mean, I guess, yeah, but that's 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 based on his content. But he does say, yeah, that's when you go to lyricism content once again. How are you gonna define the, you got to be specific on the list. I think you hit it uh, uh, the, uh, the head on the nail when when it bringing up Wayne in the sense of the way he blends it. I think there's not too many people who have blended lyricism and hard wordplay together, and craftedly crafted it so well. No, but he he's not that good at it. I was say that he's not consistent, and that's the thing. He puts well, out so much shit. He if you said if you had a ledger on Wayne. He has way more saying nothing but punchlines and bullshit than he does saying that real shit. But so, he's so fucking but when he good. Do it, when we have it's so creative. Shit, it's it's like, so fuck. no, no. But what I'm saying that real shit from when he do it. But no, that, that's my point. But he's yeah. so good at both. Like he has more of nonsense. And I don't mean that as a knock. I'm saying he has more of nothing of of depth. But it's amazing. Like if you're gonna do nothing of depth, yeah. you go. You should do it like that. And yeah. then he still has a lot of fire as real shit and a lot of fucking searing ass lyricism too. It's just he's produced like just like pop. He has so much music. I'm just saying if he if he produced less music, it probably would have fared better for him as far as judging it. You know what's funny? You can watch how he go from like spitting deep heavy shit from his younger age and having a little bit of lyricism to and but talking about a lot more. More real shit. <laughs> right. He talked about real shit when he was younger for then, but 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 again I give I kick it to he put out a lot of content. Like it, it, no I matter imagine. what, the numbers are high. Like if I if I say if I listed every Lil Wayne real, every lyric he said that was just real nigga shit, it would still be thousands. Right. That's how much shit he got. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying if I had to compare, he has more nonsense than you know what I mean. If I went to Jigger, Jigger is more the, more in the middle. Yeah. Kendrick, J Cole, these motherfuckers kind of more they kind of fall more in the middle at times. Well, Kendrick, well, and that Kendrick and J. Cole, the new Biggie and Pac to a degree, because I feel like Kendrick got more lyricism as far as metaphors and punchlines, but at times J. Cole just say it. Yeah. And you just be like, well, he, he ain't dressed it up as much, but you know. that nigga said that real. You know what I'm saying? So, Three Stacks is another great lyricist, but then you go into the other sides of where he ain't got the catalog. It's so much shit. That's the weird thing it's about Three Stacks. The solo catalog. Yeah. That's the weird thing about Three Stacks. Because his bars <clears throat> is ridiculous and it be deep. Like, it's like they be saying shit and they be... That's going to be his crazy. weird place in hip-hop history. Like, the fact of, like, it's hard to place him because all his shit happened, main, main shit happened in a group. But he was so stand out, like, in said group and by himself that it's like... And when he's, you know, be featured, it's like, my nigga, like, we know if you were solo, <laughs> you wouldn't produce... But that's the thing. That's big boy wouldn't either. But that's the boy. thing. We don't know. And that's yeah. going to be the thing against him because for all we know... Maybe his most potency was in a group. True. Maybe because I, I was in a rap group before. I, I know you've been a rapper for a minute, but I was in a group. I was in a group. And you know what I mean? I know in a group, you see... You, you feed off of niggas. You feed off niggas. You and some talk, niggas... That's time when niggas went on first, and I went flip my verse even harder just because, to beat that nigga. Because yeah, I'm like, I got to be the harder nigga on the different. first. It's different. You see? But then you also see when you're in a group, some niggas can be solo and some niggas can't. Oh, yeah. And yeah. some niggas you wouldn't even guess because they so shining and stand out in said group that... You get them by themselves and they to leave them to their own devices in the room alone and they could probably, you know, 
crabs maybe they can't make a song or maybe they can't write a hook or maybe they can't make the whole album but they can give you five you we don't know what's going on with three sacks as to why he didn't produce solo albums and that's gonna always be add to them you know the mystery and that one solo album he did produce was so dope but then it wasn't hip-hop or it wasn't standard rap i should say it wasn't standard it rap. was hip i'll give him it it's hip-hop but it wasn't standard rap and the thing is if we talk about lyricism and rappers if we talk about rippity rap we can make that one of the greatest artistic app albums of all time. Like some Childish Gambino shit with that last one. Yeah, son, it's one of the greatest artists, you know, one of the greatest compositions of art of all time. But you can't have one cold rap album and be like, yeah, you're one of the greatest. I mean, I know, you go, you're all one of the greatest. You top 10. Yo, D, what you think is, uh, like, your uh, most lyrical nigga that you fuck with in the game? Um, the most lyrical. Like when you like, like we brought out J Cole, we brought out Wayne. Who like what nigga? Did, did right, your, right now. Anytime from now to 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 anytime. Probably like Nas. Nas is my favorite. Nas, Nas, that nigga. <laughs> I, you know what fucked up about Nas? When Jay Z said that line of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he, you think he's tight. Going first, Bob. But uh, you don't understand the bullshit. You, you think you type just because you don't understand the bullshit that he write. And I said that I thought to myself. Oh no, he said here. Just because he wear a kufi don't mean that he bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just means you don't understand the bullshit that he writes. And that line always stuck with me when I thought about Nas. At first, I was a Nas head, but then as I look back on certain songs, not all this catalog, but certain songs, I was like, Nas, what the fuck are you talking about, son? <laughs> like. This nigga, this shit is a bunch of but that, but, cool ass words, nigga. But, but, but what are you talking but the about? The caveat to that fire ass lyric is this: just because you don't understand the bullshit that he writes, don't mean that it's bullshit. You just don't get it. But don't mean he ain't making a point of what he's saying ain't real. Because it'd be one thing if Nas was just putting together shit that didn't make no sense, but because it sounded deep, niggas just rolled with it. Some, some of that shit did. No, dog. Nas, Nas always makes sense, dog. So it, I don't know sometimes, what see, yeah, this is what I give to like a lot of these like super deep lyric, these super hip hop like backpack rappers. And this is this is what works against you if you can't make a hit record. If niggas gotta go research too much to figure out what the fuck your bar mean. <laughs> you gonna have trouble mainstream. Sometimes I think that's uh, M's later faults with me. It's like, damn, and we get it, you got little bars, but you, 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 you breaking down so much levels, but niggas gotta go in. Luckily, I'm smarter than I was in my youth. I can't say that about M necessarily. I'm talking about now, not to my older M. I'm I can't now. even say that about M. And I feel like it's just you gotta keep up more with pop culture. It's like it's not a lot of things because right now there's so much content. You might think he going over your head, but somebody else might be like, that's some shit I just saw on TV. You know what I mean? Because Nas is saying some shit like in history. You know what I mean? I'm like, the yeah. fuck is you? Ali you made, you made, you made a, dude, you made a metaphor, right? You made a historical metaphor. Like, Jesus died at age 33. <laughs> That's 33 shots with twin locks and 16 of feet. That's 32 Which means one of my guns was only 17. 27 hit your crew. Six women to you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, Oh, nigga, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm right there, nigga. They ain't gonna lie. They lie. That was like, hold on. Nigga, this reference Jesus? Guns? <laughs> how is the high one was holy 17? You took 32 for your Lord? It may say no shit like that, but nah. he's still lyrical as fuck. I mean, you don't need, like, because M last album, son, like, that nigga went deep, like, on some lyricism. You see, I'm reminding y'all, I used to come from that shit. I was yeah. like, yo. Now, if, 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 you know what? That shit right now. It felt all, backpacky all as fuck. Yeah, it felt you know backpacky like, as fuck. Like, like, nigga, you just hit a rap. You're not even here to, like, drop a song. <laughs> no song? You just hit a nigga. No, nigga, I rap. <laughs> I used to battle rap. My dog Proof 
God rest in peace. The whole D12, nigga. I, nigga, what the fuck? Right. It nigga, ain't my nigga. Some of the quote unquote songs, I'm like, I feel like, okay, this the hook, but you just rapping. Right. And nigga, I know, I know. I ain't gonna make a fucking song. Fuck a song, nigga. He wrote a song with Juice World. He a fire song. Mama, I am. What you what you rapping about? Got shit to do with the topic that you said this song was, dog. But you killing it, you like killing it, dog. you killing it, <laughs> yo rippity rippity rap rap ass nigga. But yeah, son, it's just it's just interesting where the game go. You saw that meme where they said, nigga, if Tig in the basement was still, was still around. Oh, boy, the booth. The booth will break, niggas. Most of the rappers of today wouldn't be able to go in the booth. The booth. Yeah, I remember, I remember talking to the booth. Did break a nigga. Remember that one nigga that just like, I ain't going in the booth. He didn't want to rap. Son, that shit was legendary, son. The booth was legendary, son. If you did not go in the booth and spit, son, you were whack. Son, you was whack. And then niggas started calling that with writings after a while because it got so scared and uh-huh. hype. You feel me? Hey, then, then what started really pissing me off is when niggas start spitting shit from like they mixtape. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I heard Wayne, you. Wayne would do that. A lot. He wasn't the only one. A lot of niggas going there spit their mixtape shit, and I'm like, I would do that. I'm like, yo, like the booth is, used to be sacred. Like niggas used to come in here. You supposed to rip on a nigga beat and spit. Like before sway in the morning, before all that shit, it was the booth. Man, you know, talking about the booth and who killed it? That nigga Joel just dropped something. Ain't Joel in jail? You got out. Okay. You got his teeth fixed? I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. But that nigga, I just know one thing. He out, and that boy dropped some nice shit. And I just remember how I was like, when I heard his voice and I heard him rapping, I said, damn, Joels, I remember you had this fucking game on lock for yeah, a while. Like, so. like, no, he never had the game on lock. That's the problem with that's that's Jewel's, the, he, well, that's he, the thing about Joels. He never became what he was supposed to become because I we, felt like we he was he, everyone for a second. He got around, but like, you know what I'm saying? He had, like, it was like, like a nigga like Cole, a nigga like Kendrick, a nigga like Drake, you know what I mean? You know that the game on lock is when the game maneuvers around them. You know what I'm saying? J- like, like Juels was just getting there. Then he went to jail. Oh, no, they, before then. I think Dipset fucked him up. Yeah, it's like I think the dissipation of all that Dipset shit just fucked up his situation or something. And that Cameron Jay-Z shit. So much things got deterred what I think Juels was supposed to be, dog. Juels was supposed to be on top, dog. Because he was hot. I did that. He was yeah, hot. He was hot. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. hot. He was hot, but he had a game on lock. That nigga, I remember that nigga used to drop a song and that, that nigga had everywhere. That nigga, I ain't gonna lie, he, he was really hot. That nigga had niggas wearing thick ass bandanas. Yo, that he had a wave. We ain't gonna say he had no, he had a wave, dog. I just, you know, like. He supposed to be, yeah, he supposed to be in a, another tier right now than he is. He like, you th- I thought he was gonna be still around, like, you know what I mean? But that Purple City Burger Gang dipset shit fucked him up. <clears throat> Cause that did him and Wayne ever get past the mixtape phase? They, uh, nah. Cause they're supposed to drop the album, yeah. but they never did. Yeah, I can't feel my face mixtape, boy. That bitch that was cold. Slapped. Yeah, man. That bitch slapped. After that, I was like, Joels, I don't know what you gonna do, dog, but you're destined. And then that nigga was destined for prison. <laughs> and, a, and so much drama and reality show shit. Yeah, that's nonsense. But I still fuck with Joels. <clears throat> I mean, I'll go listen to the song you're talking about, son, just to see what it is. Certain niggas I still listen to. I ain't gonna listen to DMX no more, because that nigga just. Lord, give me a sign. I don't know if I want new DMX. Yeah, I can't do Like, DMX. you know what I'm saying? If DMX going to do his his greatest hits for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> but I'm slipping. I'm falling. Yeah, so I thought DMX had hits. He, he had albums. Yeah, had albums. Yeah, albums. like, oh, yeah. That nigga had crowds in China talking about, you know what I'm saying, X is going to give it to you. And he gave it to us. Yep. His bitch, his bitch came at D time. He looked like DMX. We like, you just want to talk. I like I ain't been here like I, I, we ain't been here DMX in a minute. I was like, oh, you trying to shoot your shot? Funny. Hey, um, you look like a rough rider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> swiss, swiss, 
Earth, Earth, Earth. Swing and a miss, honey. Barkity bark, 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 baby. Dog, I ain't gonna lie, son. Niggas always talk about niggas. N- niggas do handle rejection very weird. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna compare. But I'll tell you this. Women, when they, when they get rejected, <clears throat> love, like, when they get rejected, they be like, never again. Never in my life again am I ever gonna holler at another male again. I was like, damn, bro. Like, a nigga be like, if a nigga tell it, a woman know which the, I ain't gonna say all women, but I say the woman I came across. All of them was like, yeah, a nigga ever turned me down and I ain't never holler at a nigga again. I mean, <laughs> but, holler at me. but you could see the psychology of it real easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we live in society where we don't teach women to holler at men. So they're not as like equipped to deal with. I guess so. You know you what I mean? Like yeah, that, you know yeah. what I mean. It, it's a different thing that we teach. You dig? So because it's like because there's certain things like uh, like us. If a woman cheats on us, we go fucking crazy. If a woman has any interest in another man on us, we go crazy. Because you know what I mean. But women, we they get taught the oh yeah, nigga gonna cheat on you. Know what I mean? There's be certain prepared. be prepared. Be prepared. But what, I mean, dude, just talking about this. But what do we get prepared? What, what do we get taught? We get taught that oh, women are gonna be just good. Like you look all through media, we get, we get taught that basically women are perfect, dude. In the eighties and the nineties, if you watch like who the nigga always got to try to save right. or who you want to be with, it's always yeah. just like perfect. Like if she's pretty, she's perfect. That's basically what the media taught you for years. Yeah, that's what it taught everyone, men, men and, and women, that yeah, if it's not. if it's pretty, then it's perfect and good and, it, and it, good. And it taught niggas to be blindsided by very pretty women. And it taught pretty women to be very slick about doing their shit because they knew what the expectations were. So it's like, it's just so, like the psychology of it all is interesting, son. So like, yeah, I told, like, I feel like, uh, is, is, if, I feel like if you have to poll women on what you just said about rejection, they would probably admit that that they, 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 they have a different type of fear of rejection. Nigga, yes, I'm they would if they're, if, they're, if they're honest. If yes. they're honest. Yes. Like, niggas, we suck on some ego shit of how some of us handle it. But generally speaking, niggas know if I shoot at 10 women, I might only get two. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, women, they're not equipped. They're not taught to be equipped. I wish we did live in a world where everybody just was on the same playing field. I'm a lot busting. Women already shut at me. I'd be like, girl, what you have? I mean, some women shoot their shot, dog, but it's just some, not the general thing. Yeah, it's not, it's thing. not common. It's not like. It's not a common thing. It, it ain't let me buy you a drink. Right, it, not commonly, you know what I mean? Because you can always find people have these stories. We all have stories, most likely. Right, like you but, can make a case for the micro, but like on a general scale, <laughs> women don't holler at dudes like that. Mm-mm, not like that. I Maybe in a few. Just it's, it's probably more now in twenty twenty than it was. Yeah, it's probably past. it's probably more than ever. More than ever, right really now, say, today. But, but even even that, but, more than ever, is still very, very like uncommon. Especially by oh, comparison. Like <laughs> especially by comparison. Hell to yeah, niggas. boy! I know a nigga that holler at her whole group of history. Chicks. Like a whole group of women just like, hey, black, hey, red, hey, brown, hey, skin, all in the same clip. And don't niggas. know how the internet has influenced it. Oh, my God. Right. Niggas just be popping in the DMs just because. Nigga, we were talking about this. I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast. We talked about it off the podcast about our son, like how the aggressiveness of uh, of cis uh, gay dudes, you oh. know what I mean? How, like, it make you think about how, like, damn, son, so if, if this yeah, is man, how niggas go at women, how these niggas be coming, like, I'm like, yo, I understand what you're going through, women, because yeah. niggas is aggressive. I've been, been, like, been saying that for at least a year and a half working at the club like, I work at. Yeah, yeah. I uh, came to that conclusion, like, just going to the school that we went to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, niggas, like, niggas are going to holler at you. But that's the you thing, too. Saying? Yeah, you're right. The school, like, yeah, the school you we went to did have, a, especially pre-Katrina. Yes, it, it, pre-Katrina. It was, it was That different. was a big thing, son. Like, <laughs> like you got hit they, on. They had squires and they hit on you, yeah. and that's fine. But this is one thing I say about it, though, dog. I don't care if a nigga hit on me. 
ain't it's, about that. It's, it's like just the persistence. The persistence yeah, yeah, is my issue. Thing. And that's what I'm saying, whether we're talking about gay shit or whether we're talking about straight shit, mm-hmm. the, 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 what we, what it's was, still the same when you look at it. That's what I'm saying. What, what was taught in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s about, oh, she playing hard to get or be persistent, that shit need to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nigga, if a motherfucker say no, just take the note. Yeah, just take the note. If motherfucker, if you want, and teach motherfuckers, motherfucker, if you want to be with this motherfucker, say that shit. You hear me? Because, because that, because this persistence gray area of, because if she like you, then it's, then, it's, then it's persistence, but she don't like you, then it's creepy. Or, and the same thing with niggas. If, if, if I was gay we, we, we and I like you. We have to say it, that. You know what I mean? We have to say that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all just like this weird shit when it's like, dog, like, no, is this weird. is decades of telling people, no, be persistent and the motherfucker gonna cave. That is creep shit. It is creep shit. But On whatever like, level. Like, a um, woman going to the man, a man going to the woman, a man going to the man, a girl going to the girl. I think, I think it's a, it's just have, uh, creep shit, but it's so great because for some people, it does work. That's the problem with it. Because this is what I believe. I think there's a very thin line that niggas cross all the time between come harder and no, and you're tripping, you're being a creep. Because like the thing is, <clears throat> some some uh, women have said, and uh, even even put in some music that uh, you know, come a little harder with your game, you dig? Then I will fuck with you. But you know, I think those are telltales that you can recognize. Rather than when someone actually tells you, to say, son. you, you know, know when a girl's still being flirtatious, has somewhat of an interest, yeah, right? You know what I mean? There's a difference between, you know what I mean? Like, th- th- there should be an understanding within the interplay between both people that, oh, this is flirtation. Mm-hmm. Girl being like, I ain't about to give my number now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. we'll see. Yo. You know what I mean? You know what it's a you different know what the fuck She's it giving is, me rope. Man. And if I'm a nigga and you a nigga coming at me, I'm like, I'm straight. Right. I got old lady. Like, I got flat, whatever. Like, flat I don't, face. I, the I, mother, no, I'm good. No, thank you. Because no, no. so, I, I don't even be like, you bitch motherfucker. I just be like, oh, man, appreciate it. But then if you keep coming, I'm like, nah, I got no interest in that. My nigga, I'm straight. And if you keep going, I suck your dick. Don't know. Nigga, uh, I'm like, like, yo, 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 sir, sir. like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm just saying, if you, you got to try it. I don't have to try shit, my nigga. I told you, I'm straight. That's what I'm just like, when you keep on going, and then that's when I'm like, oh, I'm seeing women's yeah, DMs that look what, like this. That's what chicks go through every day. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so I'm looking at it all the way. Like, whatever we teaching, like I said, it's the specific kind of nigga. Whatever we teaching that, whether gay or straight, that shit need to fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's that's creepy. True. It has nothing to do with uh, sexual preference. It's like when we talk about whiteness and not white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I hate to use this overused term, but I guess that is toxic masculinity. Oh God! But that is that is actually the definition. I mean, that is like, actually what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just saying those two words in in such over like there's so so many overused terms now. It's like you don't even want to say the real definition for real shit. <laughs> it's like fuck. That is the definition. That's actually it used correctly. Right. <laughs> so I've definitely seen heteronormative gay men um, aggressively holler at other femme gay men. And in ways that, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially the young ones that come there, that'd be, like, 21 and something like that. I've been knowing a few from uh, from certain universities because I work at the door at a, um, the only black gay club in the city. Hmm. But, um, which is kind of sad. Hmm. But uh, thank God for that, though. I, I see them in there, and they just, you know, they feel so, like, some of the older, you know what I'm saying, heteronormative men who are come from that kind of old school thought. Them, they uh, so, like, imagine a nigga like that's, like, 40, yeah. like, big, tall, stocky nigga trying to holler at these niggas from, like, that's, that's, like, probably 20, like you said, young nigga. And he coming from Generation Z, like, dog, like, this is boundaries. Right, And right. them niggas coming from the 80s. All in your face. 
You know I'll fuck the shit out you. Ooh. Uh. Son, nigga told me that at the door one time. Before, like, as I gave him, so, like, he was, I was collecting money. That boy said, you some pretty motherfucker. I'll fuck the shit out you. And I said, excuse me, sir. Listen, number one, let me stop you right there. I don't know who you approach with that line, but it, I don't know if it ever works. Um, <laughs> number, with some other nigga like him. No. Only um, a nigga like only him. Only a nigga like him. <laughs> That's it. Another nigga like him trying like to get that. fucked like that. Also. Number two, sir. Um, what's my name? You talking about fucking me? Is this what you going on? You know there's like diseases going around and shit like that? And we're not going to talk about the AIDS epidemic. Because, bitch, you know this bar. So don't even play around. Like, how the fuck you just going to come out fucking like that's so nasty? Well, I'm not going to say age epidemic no more because he could be like, Prep got that shit down. Prep, Prep, thank God for Prep. Prep, oh, thank God for Prep. Because there's two things in this conversation I don't want to push. Shout out to Michael Chancellor. I, I I don't want I don't shout out to Mike I, I don't want to push keep pushing the stereotype that yes. all these gay niggas is predatory yes. and that's yes. not the no, case that's not, I'm that's talking case. about a case. very specific section of niggas of niggas and it's just niggas, and, niggas. and we talking niggas on niggas we talking about niggas like us yeah we can see in our world of straightness right but it's in the world of gay it's I like also, oh y'all the same niggas I also don't want to push oh like. It, AIDS is the gay the gay sickness. Yes, thank it's you. not either. No, it's and, not either. No, can we please? Clear, I, I don't want that, that to be the deal, especially when stats have shown that shit is down. Right, it's it down. Is not, actually, it is down. it's it down. down. It I mean, down. It, it's actually right now currently high in the straight community. It's higher in Ooh, our community than, than it was before. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying that Keep it's it higher in the straight community low. than it is in the gay community overall. It is but like up. our numbers are peaking and theirs are dropping, are declining. Yeah, right. and that's very interesting because we ain't taking no press. We think it's for homosexuality. Hey, hey, so it's it's something to throw out there. But like, yeah, just just the whole concept of all that shit, my nigga. We gotta do better. That's all. It's all niggas. That's niggas. And niggas. And nigga them right. Cause I'm like my. Cause I I, I just I just want like, dude, I'm gonna do like. That's so feel so weird. Cause I just want to be like, dude, I'm gonna do like you, son. Don't talk yeah, to me like that, that's son. That's another thing. Yeah. I'll be like, nigga, don't you see I'm a nigga like that? Son, like, you know what I'm and then, then, I, then, then you got to get into your brain, and I'm a nigga, so I could at some point be I'm a nigga like, like you, son. I could at some point threaten you, and you'll fall back. I could be like, son, I fucking whip your ass, and you see I'm a nigga, and you a nigga, and you might fall down. A lot of women ain't got that. A lot of femme gays yeah. don't got that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, and that that's sucks, fucked dog. up. That's real sucky, dog. Huh. On like <clears throat> a complete. <clears throat> But kind of though, I've I've seen a lot of femme gay dudes beat the fuck out of some niggas. Of course, some got hands. Yeah. Hands is hands. Some hands of them dudes hands. got some hands. Bitch, they'll, they'll hit you with a two piece and twirl on your ass. Some of them do, but like, I, I still stand by. But they got a lot of femme gay niggas that have that same yeah, fear that, that like, women have yeah. of yeah. this nigga might fuck me up. This, right. And trans women too. This nigga might fuck me up. This nigga might kill me. Who knows what this nigga might do? Cause his ego hurt, his pride hurt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and that and that's where it's like, damn, that's the that's the disconnect that a lot of niggas have when women be like, yo, y'all scare me. And they be like, what you mean? I'm not like that. It's like my nigga. Bitch, what? She, she scare you? And then, then you start, then you gonna come at him like that. You know what I mean? Bitch, I'm scare you. <laughs> you. I got nothing love for you, bitch. <laughs> I got nothing love for you, sir. Why are you raising your voice? So why? <laughs> I want you to feel me, bitch. You know, so it's like I just like in all these cases because in the the biggest story about to get into in the starter section is gonna be the main thing of the more the main cruxes of of it is more people need to start shutting the fuck up and just listening. You hear me? Yeah, you already know what the number one story gonna be, but uh, like (laughs) let's get in the show, man. Welcome to episode ninety four, side A. Said actor guy Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me at Martin Bats Bradford on Google and everywhere else like that, but on your social medias besides Facebook. I said Google first. On Facebook at Martin Bats Bradford. That's an arrogant nigga. So you start with Google. Right. That's fine though. Fuck, talk shit, son. I guess I, 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 I didn't mean to talk my shit, but I guess my subconscious yeah, don't like talking shit. Yeah, your subconscious wants to a talk Freudian, it, so A Freudian just, shit hey, talk? Let it out. A Freudian shit talk? Mm-hmm. But, uh, shit talking? 
But uh <laughs> but yeah, he read the other uh Instagram, Twitter and all that at Mr. Bat spelling Mr. Aldi. You're gonna find another cat. And as always, I'm here with my brothers. What's up guys? It's me, your boy D Mac, and you can catch me on Instagram at Frenchbread.kid. And you can check out my fresh clothing line at your dig brand. Also on Instagram and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash your dig brand. <coughs> and you can catch me on Facebook, Devin M. McCoy. And then uh watch me say funny things to you. And um Yeah, that's it. I'm present. Passe one. This your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out of gumbo, still deep in the room. And if you're out I in the streets and you're looking for me, me, get the gat, get the gat, get the gat. Set a fourth walk, posse, get the gat. I said a third walk, posse, get the gat. Oh, where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Oh, where they at, girl? Oh, where they at, girl? Oh, bring your back, girl. I'm walking it open, girl. Oh, where they at, girl? Oh, where they at? Yeah, what that nigga said. Yeah. Yeah, you heard me. Welcome to the show, y'all, man. This is Flower Bats Podcast. We back in the building, man. Uh-huh. You heard me? Uh, we've been doing a lot of shit. Feel me? I'm just coming off of a set of this joint. Had a lot of fun. Learned a lot of things. That's the thing cool, too, dog. Still learning. Mm-hmm. Still fucking learning, son. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I must just say before I pass it that stood out yesterday that they got, like, we shot this one scene for two days straight, 12-hour days back to back. You feel me? Wow. And like, oh, Spike Lee shit is this? My nigga, he got the director got so much coverage and so much shit. So like, it's time like, like yesterday in particular, I thought I just supposed to get uh, do one action thing and leave, and I was there twelve hours. Regardless, like this nigga gets coverage on coverage on coverage. But one funny thing is that 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 only like on one end you could probably complain, but I'm not complaining. I'm looking at it as opportunity. Is the randomness of when? Okay, and, and when you talk about acting for film. The, the main parts that you got to go your hardest in is when the camera's on you. When they say, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Mm-hmm. DeVille, that's that's when you're supposed to be like, all right, the camera on me. Yeah. They're focusing on me. God mode, activate. This is when you got to do your good shit, you feel me? Now, even if you came there uh, prepared to a degree, a lot of times on the day, as they say, you feel me, it's... It's gonna be different things. It's not like with theater where I meet my cast, we have rehearsals for a month, we get the vibe out with the characters, we fill it out, then we do the show for like two months, and it's like, damn, by the end of it, you you feel like I could do more, but you felt like you got to really play. Some artists has got like the utmost supreme performance from you. Some of them, they all didn't, but that that's some a striver. Some of them got your golden nights. Some of them got some golden then, nights. I'm one. I, I hey, hey, what's up, Olivier? Hey, what's up, Potier? You know what I mean? Look, we 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 fight right now. You heard me? But when you get on that set, whatever that thing captured, that's the irony and the most fucked up part. It's forever. And if it's not your best that time, your be- your not your best is going to live. And I was talking to D the other day, like I had to laugh. I was like, dog, oftentimes we talking about how, the, how niggas edit a, a movie or a TV show be making bad actors colder than what Love they amazing. was. Yeah. They got a lot of great actors that's even better than we know. Because on that particular day, the camera might have just came to them first. Because that's what happened to me. The camera came to me first on my acting. Then I'm like, I did okay. But he got so much coverage that we want him running that scene like 50 times. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that playing around. My nigga. Oh, that fun. By the time it wasn't on me no more, I had discovered so much fire shit. That I'm like, when I finally see it, I'm gonna be like, man, fuck, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You remember? I wish y'all could have caught when I was giving, when I was giving the hoe, hoe close up, my nigga, <laughs> or whatever. And it just make you think like, damn, nigga, for this shit. Even when you think you got to figure it out, you got to almost prepare and plan for everything. Right. Keep playing. 
Be open to keep playing. Right. Play. Evolve on you. Man, nigga, that's why when you, before you even get there, since like even going in, knowing that I can have a lot of time on your own time, play. 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 Because that's the thing I got. Though, I just dropped the ball on my Ava DuVernay um, audition, man. That lady was in the room. I was like, whoa, Ava DuVernay's in the room. Again, hmm. second time auditioning yeah, in front of her. Yeah, I'm saying the first time. I'm second gonna, time auditioning in front of her. And she tell me out of my mouth, she's like, okay, Mr. Braff, I've been waiting on you because I'm supposed to do that two weeks prior and I was like oh shit dog okay I'm on your radar right now mm -hmm. and I did I did it the way I've been practicing ad nauseum great of course but that's not what she wanted at all like whatever the breakdown said she was even like oh this is the this is the stakes of it and she gave a whole nother direction I followed the direction but I didn't and that's what fucks with me because like she gave me another chance to do it to give me that direction and I was like she was like I need it more like this and I still was stuck on what I was doing. I, it was not exactly what I was doing before, but if I was still more open to play, I would've just dropped it, because there go the thing. Logically, my nigga, why am I still fighting for what I already gave you? You saw it in the first take. Realistically, if you giving me a second shot, don't do none of that shit. Yeah, right. You saw it in the right. first take. Oftentimes, you right. wanna be, oftentimes right. you wanna do the first choice better. Instead of mm -hmm. giving them another choice, no. you feel me? It's easy to say in the hindsight, yeah. but in the game when you're in the room and motherfuckers like, yeah, nigga, right there. You do it, you do it the first time, and you don't even know if you did it the first time that good, cause you're already checking yourself in your mind. Like, was they fucking with that? And motherfucker like, oh, add this to it. I'm still in the lane of doing it the first choice, but adding to what you want instead of being like new choice. Mm -hmm. And it's like the mind fuck is not only being prepared, not only being ready and be open. But also understand we all humans in the room. They go to the other side of it. And I'm going to say this on the level of... Get a, give yourself a second chance. Nigga, breathe. Give yourself yeah. a chance to not, not only just breathe. Because a lot of times when I've been in those high-stakes situations and people giving me curveballs, I just eat, I hear what you said, and I just go for it. And I like, and I just go for it again. Instead of being like, you know what? Give me a second and chill out for a second. Like, give me, give me yeah, a minute. Yeah, let me just think about it. Let me, let me take in what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I know what you're saying. And you can do that. And, and I know and that's the thing. I know what you're saying. And... The first thing that comes to my mind does not have to be what I'm giving you. And oftentimes, since I'm in a room, I ain't trying to waste your time. All these stakes is happening. It's like, all right, you said that. I got something for that. But sometimes it's like, wait, think about it. Because as soon as I left, and this is the one time I didn't go back and be like, give me another shot. It clicked up. This was, when, I was, it got, when, I saw, when I left the room, I was able to breathe, get away from it. And I was like, okay, like replay what happened. I was like... Oh, yeah. this what she wanted. Yeah. Like it, like it was clear as fucking day to me. Like I was like, oh, she wanted. I didn't do it though, but she wanted me to do this. You know, that's, that's not the first time that happened me. to you. I mean, that ain't the first time it's happened to me. But I've gotten way more. Like why you always do that shit every time? You be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've lost before. Like nah, this, nah, my nah. nigga. Nah. You, you, you fucked up like this before. Don't you remember? Nah. <laughs> Damn, because I, I, like, I, just, I just remember the same emotions. But I'm just saying, it's, it's a like, fuck, because on, on this acting journey, it's know, a real mind fuck. Nigga, you're not going to just fail, the, you're not going to just fail once. Yeah. You're going to have similar failings, because yeah. we're dealing with something that's not, not only subjective, but it's human. It's just human. Yeah. Dude, the day you get a chance to work with her again, it's going to be amazing. Dude, I got the a story, because like I said, um, the first one, Queen Sugar, didn't get it. Got to a call back, met her. And uh, my nigga Taz got it. Shouts out to my nigga Taz. And like, um, I felt like in that first one, I was doing too much acting with the space. Because the thing is that all these directions 
mm-hmm. of this is what needs to happen. And sometimes some some directors like when you do that, some don't. And I, li- I lately I've been leaning on the thing of man, fuck any of like the business. Like I give some business I might infer, but if it's like pick this up, pour this, fuck that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We gonna just talk. And if you like me, Joe, you shot an audition for me like that. I think one thing was gets pushed down and choked. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I take the lick and I infer and I'll do da 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 da. But I'm not about to do all this. <laughs> but you blew back yeah. out of a roll. I was like, hold on, nigga, this is a legend and walk as fuck. Dude, cause that could look too crazy and shit. But you know what I mean? It's I just love the fact it's ever, ever you got you gotta be open and you gotta be ready to learn. And even like people be like, oh man, look at your resume. You know, I was like, my nigga, still learning. <laughs> still figuring right. this fucking crazy shit out. Yeah. Still getting W, still getting L's. Like everybody love to see the switch, but they don't see the you hear me? Right. Yeah, son. Just keep reminding yourself, dog, that you worked hard to take a break and say, hold on, let me get a chance for this. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's the theater in you. It's that no taking theater shit. And not only just that, I was just gonna tell you, just make sure next time you facing that kind of situation, just give yourself space to play and breathe. Just give myself space and play to breathe. Give myself the option to be like. Give me, give me a minute. Yeah. Not like, you know. That's a, that's a, that's an Give option. me a minute because usually I just jump. Because that's what right. happened in um, this other. Like, I've had these things happen was like, this one that gave me like five characters back to back. <clears throat> and instead of being like, taking his thing, like, you want to step outside with this character since I just gave right. it to you right here. Yeah. I said, no, I got it. And I gave him something. But then afterwards, I probably should have taken that time. Sometimes yeah. it's just about, I'm trying to take your fucking neck off that I'm taking my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take your time. Take your fucking time. Take your Breathe. Time, and remember. I could have probably even leveled with him, but like, wait, hold up. Du-du-du-du. And I, I did, we talk, but like, if you know it's one, another one of those, if I had to do it again, I'm going to just put it in my freaking, like I said, just like with yeah, the situation. Yeah, download it. Just it's download downloaded. It. Just like with trying to always be ready to play, because I went to the movie set thinking, okay, I already got my own idea of things, but let me see what he on. Yeah. First thing, it gave me so much freedom, and then when I saw how much freedom he was about giving me, I'm on a level of, my nigga, like, I learned this before, I've done this before, but still with some of y'all, I try to feel you out, fuck feeling you out. I'm going there, I'm swinging fucking swords. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to give me a, a a hammer instead or a knife, we'll take your knife and I'll do something else with it. All right. But um, I ain't holding shit back because I, you gonna look, cause film and TV is forever. <laughs> you gonna always have it. It's certain I still don't watch your mind. On TV, I don't look. I don't. I don't watch it all. I'm like, I can't. I don't, it's whack. <laughs> I can't watch it. I don't like the performance. You feel me? So it's like you know, you just gotta keep it pushing. I wonder what it is. I ain't gonna say that because everything's subjective and something I might hate, someone might love because that happens too. Yes. So, Doctor Mabinga. I don't hate that one. All right, good. But um, that's really one of my favorite characters. Yeah, see, but somebody might hate. We, I'm in the tunnel. But uh, yes, yeah, so we in the show, y'all. Welcome to the show, man. We started off with the starter section, is where we talk about some hot topics out in these social media in new streets. Mm-hmm. At the starter section, we get into that bats nerd out moment. Well, my niggas allowed me to nerd out a bit on whatever topics I feel like getting into, and today's gonna be some interesting shit. After that bats nerd out moment, you got some sports joke. Sports, fuck yeah. Why is that? What happens in there? Uh, man, I ain't gonna lie. It's a few sports, ain't too many. I'm just saying, explain what the fuck it, the, the section is, nigga. Oh, sports. I ain't <laughs> know what the section is, nigga. Well, we talk about fucking sports of all kinds, from anything going on. I throw in my actual sports facts, and Brad's throwing throw in the sports tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to put it. You get the facts and the tea. The facts and the tea, and then we tell y'all the show over there, side B, where we get into that air too fair today, that know, those who know America, that know Heine, Hero Highlight. 
But before we start off with that starter section, you pull out that scroll. Ooh. It's not the longest since y'all cut it. It is scroll. <laughs> it is scroll. Shout out to me, your 30 podcast with the homies, Arrogant Observer, Lawrence J. Weber Jr., Black Acupedia, <laughs> and Marty Edwards, my dog. That bitch short. Y'all made it past the guillotine. <laughs> the Miss Blue Rails don't know exist. Oh, damn. Yeah, you got to go. They fired us. They, yeah, we got fired. We got fired. I knew we were going to get years. fired, though. Nigga said, you took that thing. Why did you know we were going to get fired? I just had a feeling they were taking too long to move. They didn't seem enthusiastic about any of it. That's not why we got fired, though. But that's what signaled me to us possibly getting fired. We wouldn't have gotten fired if <clears throat> DC could have made all the shows. But they didn't know what they was getting with DC because DC has, and he let them know, but they weren't listening. This full ass play the shit that he does. You feel uh, me? So going in, if they would have knew what our show was, they would have got looped more of us in this pay situation. They just they just weren't acting like they were super interested in really pushing us forward, it seemed, dog. But DC also was missing days. And when he missed Saturday, after they told him, look, we're going to rearrange the schedule so all you really got to worry about is Saturday. And he had to miss Saturday and none of us could come make it because he told us last minute. Then it was like, my nigga, like, we, we shot your shit down for this, and you just like didn't show up, man. So that that wasn't a good look. But, Understand. But on some real shit though, I feel like we need to go on another platform anyway. Yeah. You feel me? Like I feel like I show good enough for some AM shit or for some for some satellite shit. Like like the specific, the specificities of that show on how we was interviewing so many. We interviewed so many people over them three years, my nigga. So many people in the city, dog. Nigga even gave us props on making them better at interviews because they came to us yeah. and made them feel comfortable and shit. Yeah, yeah. We so got. But he, he he wrote that, but he's not the only person that's ever said that to us. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's one of those things I do. I feel like it's not a show to just throw by the wayside. We just got to figure out how to make it pop. The misbelief had black on Viv on it. It had Tisha Campbell on it. You know what I'm saying? It has a quest more during the time of the tick them down. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's like dog. It like this this radio show it touched it was the young news for the millennials, you know what I'm saying? And my only greatest thing about that I ever didn't like about the thing is that my heart I always felt like it was on the wrong station. It was on yeah, it was on the AM fucking Right, it's yep. on it's on the AM wave, yep. though. That like, shit was we, that, that shit is new, it's funky, it's fresh, it's live. And we had the highest listens every time. That's why they fucked it up, because this new management is fucking I give you this deep. They don't realize what they had with us. And that's what that way, but what you're talking about, of like, it feel like they wasn't like excited. Or yeah. Energetic. It just, there was Nigga. no energy. But from they need them. to go look at the stats. Of, like, on, of all AM radio shows in that demographic, we was like number one on Saturdays, dog. It was like, come on, dog. The DJ is the owner of your day. You know what I'm saying? Bats, well, the head of this podcast is a whole fucking. Host on the I mean, thing. I mean, you like, ain't got to hype up all of that because. You, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what, 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 right, I'm right, saying right, right. what I'm saying is that. Everyone brought a following to this fucking radio station along with the show being good itself. Like that's, that's what I'm mad with it. We had a really good show. That's right. just why I'm mad with it. It was a really good show. I think it should be on FM Wave easily. Dog. Easy, I dog. Think we have an audience very easily. Like like people are actively call in. Come on, you know son. They interacted. They engaged. Right, but it's got to be people that's already listening to the fucking radio. The Facebook Live's bringing in at least a thousand listens every rip. It's like I mean, um, views every rip. It's like my nigga. Like come on. Nigga but, had Jelly in the performance shit, man. Come on now. Nah, we had almost every performer in the city at some point. 
We we had filmmakers. We had a wrestling uh, champion. Yeah. We had like we boxes. had so boxes. many yeah. Yeah. boxes. Yeah. We had mother like we had so many type of people. We interviewed we had the city. Son. We was yeah, on the post. Like like my only gripe was what I kept on arguing with DC about uh, behind the scenes was my nigga. We need to get a real cameraman and stop depending on the Facebook Live camera because when it comes time to try to present this. That grainy shit in the Facebook yeah, Live ain't as good. Legit. Yeah. So I, my whole deal was if we were gonna come back, I was gonna bring my pod in and just shoot the rest. But now nah, it's over. Yeah. But <clears throat> my nigga, if there's a way we could package just the correct way, dog, it is a valuable commodity. Uh, like not commodity, but it's a valuable thing, man. It's something that could be like what you said, D. Just specifically exactly what you just said. But um, yes. the on the like on the league podcast. Oh no, hey. We'll figure this out, podcast. The misses in the mic podcast. Damn, we're supposed to like record them. Oh yeah, it was a link. Oh yeah, we do have to get with them, don't we? <laughs> we sorry, ladies. Yeah, we fucking up. We sorry. I'm not even gonna blame the weed like I was about to do. It's Ooh. best fault. Tell them call y'all. Yeah, What's it is the best day? fault. It's uh today is like the twenty. No, the day, the day, the day. Today's Saturday. 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 And we damn sure can't do it tomorrow. No, nice. Fuck. I know. I say this this won't even come out. Yeah, like this won't even right. come out by tomorrow. But no, no. I'm saying like maybe like next Sunday, like. I was about to perhaps, say, yeah, that's, a, that's a possibility. This is gonna most likely come out from Mardi Gras, so they might hear about that. But um, yeah, Sugar Sass Sarcasm Podcast, Five Four Twenty Podcast, and the Home Video Hustle, Home Video Hustle, and you know, go peeping people out, man. They yeah. are peoples. We like them, we fuck with them, and they listen to us and they support us too. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, without further ado, without any more ado, it's so crazy that we on our like third blunt, y'all, because as y'all know, we the pothead, potty mouth. Podcasters, we got to. We just starting the right, actual we just, show. We got a long journey ahead of oh us. Oh my god, extra pot. We leave that dawn. I'm, I'm gonna cut some of the stories down. I didn't realize we we're gonna be talking so much, mm-hmm. but um, but certain ones we just got into. All right, let's get in the start section. Lying about how much you had made Rumors and shit that you handmade Would you buy this if I sold that? Hey, what the hell is my soul at? The American need For American green It's America's greed That's the American dream Black America too busy chasing white American dreams So we sleep So let's everybody eat and repeat Where the fuck the cheese? Where the mozzarella at? Tell me where it be So, uh Dwayne Wade. Wade. <laughs> Dwayne Bro, Wade got why, the going nuts. Why are... Son. It's Zaya. Dwayne Wade and his daughter Zaya got the internet going nuts. Why are people so fucking retarded, son? Why? And Bootsy stirring the pot. Yeah, Bootsy stirring the fuck Bootsy's out of that so shit. Funny, really, it's really Bootsy. <laughs> oh my it's so God. hilarious, dog. It's so sad and funny at the same time, dog. Like I Don't cut his dick off, Mike. <laughs> Don't cut his dick off, Mike. Like, why do people think the child is trying to get a sex change? Because Bootsy said that because Bootsy's... Un- See, all this stems from everyone's ignorance. And it's, it's not everyone's fault that they're ignorant because it's not a topic that's not... It's not like it's a topic that gets taught. Uh-huh. And, about and somebody said this online about... And I, I like the way they put... Like, not the whole phrase, but the concept of... Having the mental range to be able to have, to be able to talk on a subject. Yeah, there's a lot of people that is no fault of their own. Not saying you're stupid at all, but you're you're not there to be able to spot the nuance that is required mm-hmm. to have the true conversations about a lot of this shit that y'all be speaking and having yeah. op- opinions. Oh, you just really real. just don't have the have the fucking scope, the capacity, the scope. Yeah, you just don't have the scope, dog. Like you are, you are very like zoomed, zoomed out, per se. 
Like, or maybe they're just too zoomed in. Yeah, either and or. And they don't see them. That's what I was going to say. At first, it's like, one of them. Like, I'm not just too sure zoomed zoom fucking in. Either you're too close where you can't see it or you're too far you can't fucking see yeah, it. Yeah. But basically, missing they it. just don't have the, the fucking mental landscape to even point, point out the fucking trees. Yeah, bro, because basically. like to have the conversation honestly... You got to, because often we say this all the time, dog. The true point of growth and the true point of really trying good growth is understanding of, that you have to unlearn a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. And not only true. unlearning a lot of this shit, you got to understand that we are in an evolving society. It's the miseducation of the human being. Yes, dog. So in an evolved, like, man, somebody shared a meme, dog. You can't teach your kids how your mama taught you specifically because you're, you're not preparing them for the world that your mama was preparing yeah. you to be in. I feel like I've been having that exact same conversation with a lot of my friends recently, dog. Like, the fucking things that we were taught when we were young mm-hmm. are very obsolete, son. Yo. Some of them stand true. Yeah. But, like, a lot of that shit, like, it's not wrong, per se. It's just obsolete it's just now. Not, it's just not You now. just have to really evolve with these current fucking times. Like, things are really fucking different now. And everybody don't know? keep up. Yeah. And, and, not, and they not, get not left behind. Up. And then yeah. they come in with these old school opinions. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because I don't know. Religious dogma. I stand, I stand by, dog. Whoever said there's no such thing as a wrong opinion made a wrong opinion. If your opinion is not back in any any fact, in any research, in any empathy, in any nuance, in any contextual basis, there's so many things that if you say an opinion on something and, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, why your opinion is pretty invalid in the scope of this conversation yeah. and, and, and so many things. You know what I mean? My opinion could be that um, you shouldn't play baseball with a bat. You should use silly string. Mm-hmm. And nigga be like, well, that's... Shut the a- fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sit your ass down. You're like, you can shit. you can have a wrong opinion, but it's not wrong to have, have an opinion. opinion. I think that's the nuance in that yeah. phrase that's yeah. mixed. Yeah. It's not wrong to have, have an, opinion. an opinion, but you can have, you can a, have wrong a wrong opinion, opinion, and your opinion can also change based off new information, correct? New stimuli, correct? But not enough people are being open to new stimuli because it go back to what we talk about with religion. Why a lot of people don't want to let won't, won't even open their mind to other possibilities and that shit, which is also really and also conspiracy. Co- co- in their fear. Fear too, but I, the most simpler part is, I'm sorry, the most simpler part is, my mom ain't no liar, my grandma ain't no liar, they don't want... Yeah, yeah, like, that's really your sense of identity, really. Yeah, your like, community. that's your whole identity. Your whole so community, is for, your whole community like that. For you to, like, really take on <clears throat> new information, you really have to question who the fuck you are, like, down, down to the fucking roots. And be comfortable. And that is some scary shit for most, most people mm-hmm. to do, like... Nobody really wants to take that deep look inside and be like, you know what? Maybe what I truly believe might be fucking wrong. Might be fucking wrong. I might wrong. be a fucked up person on some shit. Or maybe now I'm a fucked up person. That that is a that's a place you could go with it. But yeah. if, I, if I just stood on maybe what I was was taught was wrong. Now I gotta go question more things more I things. probably want to question, have the capacity, there's a word again to question, yeah. or I'm comfortable with questioning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when we get into talks of sexuality, when we get to talks of mm-hmm. gender, mm-hmm. when we get into these conversations and, and you get taught, like there was one generation that just thought it was just gay and straight. Then another generation is gay, straight, and bi. Then another generation can be very comfortable with knowing, oh no, it's fluid. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. so... It, Things are evolving because more people are getting voices. Some people are like, man, right. well, my day, this wasn't. No, no, no. It was it, the case in your day. You didn't day. know. People were hiding. Yeah. And you it was not. Sometimes you didn't know. But even if you didn't know, they got Oklahoma people that never seen a black person. You know what I'm saying? In person. You know what I'm saying? So they might. You might have been. There's a lot of ignorance, though. Like people who really just don't know. There's people who don't know because there's a lot of hiding and it's not. It, 
information from one place to another was not as accessible. Right. With the yeah. internet being here, there's more voices, and now people are like, oh, they're new. It, TV is creating these no niggas. Oh, right. no, these people been you. around. This should, this should been here, and like that's the fucking thing. Like it's very interesting to to uh, me because it's like we are evolving. We always have been, but we're doing it at a much faster rate now. Like, we're having tons and tons of different Internet conversations technology. about everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for, for all these people who's been basically keeping up the status quo, like, that shit is, like, very alarming to see, like, basically... They, they hold your, 40, 50 years wrong! Your whole infrastructure is, like, starting right. to, like, break the fuck down. Like, l- literally, their fucking world is crumbling down right. around them. And... They fucking scared, dog. And they scared. And they fucking scared. Because I, I had to talk to a partner of mine. And like, what's so funny, dog. Shout out to my nigga Dorian, right? This is a cat, dog. I only know him on Facebook, but he work in the industry, son. And me and him were having a debate about the D-Wade desire, the booze. We was having a debate about all this shit because he was like, he he made this this huge freaking guffaw of comparing it to saying, well, if 12-year-olds can make decisions, that that means, well, R. Kelly should be able to fuck him or something crazy. He didn't say it like that, but the way- I saw that thread. But all that yeah. shit was crazy. We'll get into all of that because I, like I, I said, I this thing. conversation is so layered. But with the irony of it is, me and him, we debating this shit on Facebook, right, about the shit. Then we wound up working on this movie set together. The same guy. He came up and dabbed me. He was like, what's up? My nigga I was like, what's up, nigga? What's happening? <laughs> so then when we're, cracking, ta- bitch. when we're talking about it in person, that's why I was like, dog, I really wish a lot of people who be wanting to debate me, dog, on... Do it in, in person? Because if, you can so just, if I could just right? talk to you, it's very different from what you different. think you're reading me right sometimes. Yeah. I think some of y'all are like, you... And that is, son, that is that is one thing I really hate. Like, like that's just one part about this online shit I really do hate because really when you do it in person it really be different dog Bro. it really be completely different shit son so but, sorry I, I, hit him with, I hit him with this because he was talking about just this whole shit is just not right because first and foremost the concept that 12 year olds ain't gonna know who the fuck they are as far as <laughs> I lost my virginity at 12 so when y'all come with this 12 year olds don't know nothing about sexuality shut the yeah, fuck that's stupid. yeah that's crazy like, are you crazy when you say this? Y'all forget what we, what we were doing at 12? No, right. you're not there yet. But when we're talking about... You know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're doing. My my biggest deal when it comes to all of it is people ain't respecting processes. Like, yeah. if, if we go to the process of... What, if we go, I'm, I'm going to get back to me and my nigga Dorian conversation. But we go even back to the process with Dwayne Wade, um, the, the big money headline. Because a lot of people didn't even listen or watch the interview. And if you watch and listen to the interview... People try to make it seem like he's on his press run trying to exploit his kid. No. He's on the press mm-hmm. room about his documentary about his goddamn self. But people, people he know why he's doing this documentary press run, they're going to bring up they're the like kid. asking questions. Yes. Okay. Because when people be like, oh, you throw your kid out there, you know this man got three other kids. You know this man, he, him and Gabrielle are one of the most famous people in the world. Once you start seeing what was a quote, his quote-unquote son in the media, he's going to hide the motherfucker. Start dressing a little different. Start walking a little different. Y'all gonna come attacking and asking this man questions anyway. So yeah. my nigga like, you know what? I'm about to get ahead of it. Like, look, this was going on. Yeah. You feel me? In the conversation, he said, for me, it was a process. I didn't understand this shit. I was one of the niggas in the locker room. I'm saying this wrong shit. I'm like, man, fuck. Like, dude, it was mm-hmm. a process. He's like, dog, being, being Zaya's father helped me along in understanding it because I love my kid. So I ain't gonna say fuck my kid. And that's what people miss it. It's supposed to be about unconditional love. It's supposed to be about unconditional love. You hear mm-hmm. me? He's like, I love my kid. So... As she was growing, it forced me to like, all right, all right, let me keep up with it. It also made me go talk to other 
people, other gay people, other people in LGBT LGBT community, other trans people, and that, and that made me say this too. If you ain't the if you ain't the parent of a gay kid, you probably shouldn't even be having no opinion in none of this because it's not about you. Because until you have a gay kid, you don't know how you gonna be and what you gotta deal yeah. with yeah. on that journey. That's its yeah. own it's fucking just, journey. Yeah, like that's its own thing. And that's what he fucking yeah. learned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is on like you hear me so. One of the big hot button um quotes is, oh, Zaya knew since she was three. People said, the three-year-old tell you what to do? My nigga, context, context. He just explained that for years in this thing, he didn't get it. What he's saying in hindsight is, at three years old, he remembers, oh, like it's almost like when we was like, I can remember as early as five and six, the little sweet boy, quote unquote. You'd be like, oh, yeah, little, yeah. Little such and such. She's a little twitchy. Like you know what I mean? You can tell he a little. So Dwayne was like, man, ever since he remembered, like, even since she was three, oh, he, because you got to remember, he got two other masculine, regular, not him, I can say regular, heteronormative boys. He got two masculine boys. He gonna, he know the difference between, well, when Devon Bomb was three, when such and such was three, this what they was doing. But I remember. When you was three, it was like this. Right. Then you watch the process from when the motherfucker was three to nine. That's imagine three hundred and sixty-five yeah. days mm -hmm. from three to nine mm -hmm. of watching your child. Year from three to twelve is years of a process. Day, 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 day. People just go, oh, it just happened, and motherfuckers just no, son, y'all not respecting the context, y'all not respecting the nuance, y'all ain't respecting the process. And be driving me nuts. Y'all just making these sweeping generalizations because you don't get it. Mm -hmm. Just because you didn't live it don't mean it don't exist. Mm -hmm. My one, one size fits all is not life. Life is not my one size fits all. Us three niggas in the room, we're straight, heterosexual, heterosexual cisgendered niggas. I want to say heteronormative, but y'all know what we're saying. Yeah. We nigga niggas. Yeah. We do dudes. <laughs> yeah. We some Nigga. We didn't have to go through the process of wondering who we were. Mm -hmm. no. We didn't have to go through the processes of wondering what we liked. But people exist out there that do. And that's what gave me back to the conversation with Dory. And I had to tell it to him like this. I said, my nigga, when I was 12 years old, if you tried to make me wear a dress, we was going to be fighting. Because mm -hmm. I knew at 12, I liked girls, but I didn't want to be girls. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You at, at yeah, 12, at 12. 9, I knew. Like, I didn't have no problem in my mind. I know exactly what So now about. imagine, you mad does. I'm like, nigga, you, when you was 12, if a nigga tried to make you wear a dress, he's like, I'm about to know you, nigga. Well, fuck well, no. Well, I like, yo. At 12 years old, uh, if it, I didn't dress, it was not. Uh, yo, but no, just stick with me there, <laughs> yeah, dog. Crazy. If somebody tried to make you wear a dress, if how. Somebody tried to make me wear a dress. Yo, how dope. And we're not acting? No, no, none of that shit. Just you being you. But niggas said wear a dress at 12. Dress nigga, I dropped out of Noka because they tried to make me wear tights in middle school. So a imagine when they tried to make uh -huh. me wear a dress. Come on, that yeah. mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then I, and then I flipped it on them like this. Now imagine if your 12-year-old boy is asking you to wear, to wear a dress. Now you know how vehement you are to not wear it because you know what your identity is. If my 12-year-old boy is requesting and said, I feel more comfortable in this dress, right. you might have to listen to this motherfucker right. because girls do all damn. I know when I was 12, I wasn't asking for this shit. I never went through that. I think I want to wear a dress phase. Right. Let me tell Did you, you right go now. through that? I think I want to wear a dress phase. No. No. So if my kid is going through, I think I want to wear a dress phase. I think I need to let oh, that nigga go through his motherfucking phase. Yeah, son, because... Or I'm her phase, whatever it's going to be. Whatever it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> 
I... If you don't let a child go through their phase like that, dog, then they're just going to do it later. And Period. That's, and that's, that's just, there's no way around that, dog. And the thing is, they'll just do it. Much worse. Yeah, they're going to do it behind your back without any guidance. And, fall, and sometimes fall into the wrong hands. You're going to learn the hard way about a lot of things in life. They're going to hide. The thing is, if you want to be a good parent and a loving parent, you got to get ahead of the game because you not only you want to be a part of a kid's life, you want to protect a kid at all costs from things that come in the dangers of this world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be people that's going to throw rocks at a fucking dress. Yo. On that, on that little girl. And uh, there's going to be people that's going to fucking do all type of hateful speech for shit. And as a great father and a provider and a protector, you got to be all that in the head of the game, my nigga. So, um, it should be about love. At the end of the day, dog, it's unconditional. You know what I'm saying? If you birth this child, you watch this child grow, you help this child. And like I always say and I preach, I don't give a fuck what my child becomes. As long as they ten toes down, <coughs> we got... Character, good character. You know what I'm saying? They got their moral ball <coughs> and they word. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's all I feel like you got in this world. You know what I'm saying? You hold those too tight, then that's all. You know, everything else you become is who you blossom into. Because the thing is, even though I help create you, I you're not. You're you. not I'm me. Not, right. I'm not, I'm you, not you. I just brought you here to come part, be part of the party. Right. I ain't here to control your party. I ain't right. no experience, none of that shit. I'm just here to you guide you so you don't spirit. get fucked your up. Your own entity, right? You know I'm mean? here to guide you. You know what I'm saying? At least like like fucking uh, your boss from August Wilson. You know what I'm saying? I give you that bleeding heart, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, that puppet heart, nigga, like, at least provide, you know what I'm saying? But love is at the end of the day what you automatically should give. No matter what, you know what I'm saying? Love. Because at what, the end of the day, that's, that's all anybody who's been under someone's fucking tutelage for hundreds of years should get. And when we say guide, that don't, people get that fucked up. Guide don't mean force them down the well that you need right. them to be down. No. Right. You know what I mean? It's love, support, and don't let them be harmful to themselves or others. I mean... God right. is a hand-by-hand hand relationship. <laughs> you hear me? Respect. Nurture. Is that the word you just yeah. said? Yeah. Come on. Because it, it's so it's so freaking trippy, like the irony of, the, the hypocrisy of, um, there's this meme talking about, well, y'all was riding on T.I., and I'm like, yo, y'all missing this. T.I. Yeah, yeah, like no, no, 18. No, 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 no. Here go the funny thing. It's, it's the, here go the funny thing about the T.I. comparison. There's a section of people who wrote on T.I. about that shit, about trying to govern his daughter's body. But there was also a section of niggadom that was like, at least he left for his daughter. He's being a good father. He's a good parent. That's his kid. Don't You should not judge what he decides to do with his kid. Wow. Now, the hilarity of it is this. The people that rode on T.I. about such and such are the ones, most of that group are the same ones, supporting D-Wade. But the ones that was saying those words of, let this man parent, black fatherhood, blah, 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 are a lot of the same people riding against D-Wade. You hear me? And that's what I'm saying. The nigga who made that meme was most likely a nigga saying... Hey, let T.I. parent do his own thing. Most likely. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. But them same type niggas is saying everything under the sun to he's trying to infuse his own secret gayness into his kid. Right, like, yeah, like that's yeah, all yeah, kind like, of crazy really? shit. Y'all fucking stupid, bro. Like y'all really fucking crazy. Nigga. Niggas dog. Don't cut your dick off, man. We got some so scared that nigga. You just hit it. We are so afraid that we will create some shit yeah. that ain't even there yeah, to fight about there. and talk shit about when the truth is this. Because just what you just said, Joe, about the dick shit. That man, no, they never said that. man, uh, They never said they anything. They never said about to chop the child's dick off. It's kind of illegal. And it to the walls. I'm not with any strong surgeries of any kind for children. That's implants. Yeah. That's gutting your dick off. That's mm-hmm. any of it. Any of that. But in this world at 12, what this means is, refer to me as this, 
I'm going to wear this. This is who I am and this is how I will project. It has nothing to do with fucking. Because another thing somebody was on, oh, Dwayne Wade is, is promoting underage gay fucking. Like, no what? Way. Where did that come from? Where is this coming you from? You literally just made that up. <laughs> you literally just made that up, son. My nigga. Yeah, what the fuck is, is going that, on here? It is what, like, I'm like, I'm looking at people just, like, create, like, shit. Like, people, like, like, this one girl was telling me when, when I was 12 years old, my mom ain't let me date. I'm like, but she was attracted to people, though, right? She was like, yeah, but the child got to stay at a child's place. And a child's oh. place at 12, she's going to be in their books. And she can say nigga all the shit. Nigga say Zaya wasn't going to be in the books? Nigga ain't saying that. anybody. And right. nobody was talking nigga about... Nigga say Zaya had a boyfriend about to pull up on a motorcycle and take her off? Nigga ain't even talking about sexuality. That's the thing. You, your gender is male. There's male, there's female. Let's, let's start there before we even get to any other shit. Male and female, right? A male can be gay or straight. A female can be gay or straight. This is why, or bi, or what have you. Mm -hmm. But this is why you can't just say gay. I mean, you you can't just always attach sexuality to gender because yeah. I, I'm like, that, come on, we it's, know, we know a trans come on, who, uh, who likes women. And then there's that. It's, you, people gonna like what they gonna like, no matter what right. the, the, whether they have a dick or vagina. Right. That's a separate thing. What you're attracted to is a separate thing. Y'all just trying to grope it all, all this one. It's like he gay. It's, it's like come on, y'all. Chill out. And why? And I stand by at all times, dog. We have a strange fixation as a society to about what people are doing with their private parts. I think that is very religious. I think that's a very just. It's the dog. Dog, it's the dog, underlying dogmatic thing. The yeah. underlying dogma uh -huh. that's no matter how free we guess we get, yeah. it's always just so in America, dog. Mm -hmm. It's just ingrained into everything. From chattel so. slavery to the Catholics on up, like yes. wherever you want, go into like where you get into that heavy dogma. Because there's this innate thing to just feel uncomfortable. Like if I feel uncomfortable, yes. I'm gonna fight it. And instead of just mm -hmm. dealing with why do you feel uncomfortable, right. let's let, let's get into why you feel uncomfortable right. instead of you trying to just shun shame and pretend like something ain't gonna exist. Right? Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to target our kids. They're trying to make them see shit. I'm like, son, if if, if there's two if there's two gay dads if on a cartoon. They ain't, if they ain't fucking or nothing, they just gay dads and they're in a the cartoon. That's reality, my nigga. <laughs> that, that's not that's not just, that's not targeting the children with gay agenda images. No, it's tell, it's, it's no showing reality, the kids what's out here. Like like hey, y'all, this is not to be afraid of. This is actually yeah, yeah because uh, they already go see it. Some of their friends today have two dads or two moms. Stop acting like we're in the fucking eighties where everybody's hiding the fucking shit or seventies right. or whatever. Yeah, we're in twenty twenty. Fucking twenty. Gay people gonna have children out here going to school with your kids. So stop trying to hide your kids from the gayness. Like, right, come on, right. it's what not the... that deep. We don't even spend that much time fucking in life. In my totality of life, what I will be, what I will be interacting with you as a human being, most times ain't sex. Most, most dog. So why is it so important to you, motherfucker? Why is it so important? We don't even like each other any fucking way. Like let 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 people live their own fucking life, please. Like everybody's doing their thing. Like as long as it's not getting so in your way. So let's see how let's see how live his life. See right. what we talking about sexuality. So what you why right. you talking, like, what about you talking about hymens and shit? Well, because um, that's what niggas say. Like that was his daughter. That's the way he wanted to parent. We talk. We not talking about that. We talking we're about sexuality. Talking about we talking that. about let people live how they want to live sexually. Oh. When it comes to sexuality, now if you want to talk about the issue with Ti situation, that's he, which he apologized when he took his look lick over because he knew he said yeah I was tripping out, but he had to be educated on it because on the level of my nigga, first and foremost, you shouldn't even be saying that in public at all, even if that is what you're first doing. First and foremost, because you, you one, shouldn't be talking about your daughter's even be a medical conversation. Nothing. Nothing. That that is wrong from, from dumb. Jump Street. From dump. 
Two, Thank you. Two, he even said, oh, he was just talking shit. Usually it's the mama or his wife that really go in the room. He Like, he'll go to the building, the women go in the room, and he'll go if they got questions, you know, he just there for support. But it's like, he ain't like checking her. Like, dog, he was just talking shit, just making jokes. Basically, old school 90s jokes of 2020. Mm -hmm. Honestly, is what really came of that. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But again, like, there's too much governing of women's bodies. There's too much focus on... We, we herald virginity too much. There's so much that we could get into on that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, G, like, this just... Like, I, I just really wish more people had more scope and more patience to understand that everybody life ain't gonna be yours, dog. Let's lead with some empathy. Let's lead with some love. Y'all be leading with judgment. Y'all be leading with hate. And y'all be trying to hide it under this guise of opinions. And, dog, uh, words hurt, son. And if you really try to be part of the conversation, how about you let... How about you say, you know what? What if what I know is wrong? This person saying this for a reason. Let me listen. Let me entertain it. Yeah, let, me let, see. Me, let me let me see. Let me make it make sense in my mind. Even if right. I don't agree with it. Let me make it make sense in my mind. Right. Let me see how they can make it. Like, you know what I mean? You will never know what so, type of connections you might even come to. Uh, revelations you might come to by just shutting the fuck up and being like, just all right. listen for a second. Bro. Just for a second, dude. It's not going to kill you. The first transsexual, I mean transsexual, the first uh, 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 body reassignment surgery was attempted in the early 1900s. I thought it was like the 1800s. Late 1800s is when it was getting can, to get, yeah, totally. this is when it was getting the like technology together, but they tried us because they made a movie about this shit. Son, yeah. this is not new. Whether we be talking about Native American tribes or even into the African tribes, dog, gender and how and how that's broken down is was very different even throughout the scant span of history we talk about generations how they deal with gender how they deal with even sexuality though none of this shit is new under the sun so for y'all people to act like the gays is just coming around no in our current society and generation they are finally getting a voice previous generations was different shit but like <sighs> especially in a different country bro you know what I'm saying? we gotta man we're fucking america we, we got this shit kind of fucked up in a bunch of ways bunch of them you know what i'm saying we are not above uh, reproach. And and then the thing about the R. Kelly shit, because dog, because R. Kelly, because it was like, because if a twelve year old can make the decision, one well, day if they made a decision to fuck R. Kelly, that means if they grown. And I'm like, my whoa, nigga, whoa. I you lost say my Zaya not fucking grown ass men. Even even, 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 even with again. the Zaya thing, son. If if I'm a, if, if you're a parent, you just let your kid do whatever. No, let's come on, nuance. No one said just let your kid do, do whatever. That's yeah. the that's the trick right there. That's that, that false the language. Come right on, there. living your life and doing whatever. Nobody not, said uh, that. Being supportive, unconditional love does not mean letting yeah, them yeah. do whatever, whatever supporting any ill or harmful choice. That is not what that means. Correct. You feel me? And people conflate that shit hard up and then weaponize it. No. And that is fucked up. You have to put that in bold. Like, you this is, me? that's a it's fucking lie. Right loose. You no. me? In this case, there's nothing about, there's nothing that's harming anyone in this scope. Right. Y'all, people getting harmed because y'all uncomfortable because of right. whatever your perception of masculinity, of, of fucking of sexuality, of gender is, is stuck on what it was and we're moving Man. forward. But my nigga, like, you, come on. If you just start right there, my nigga, you dig? So it's, some niggas sound like they parent, like they keep their kids in cages and only let them out to go to school. <laughs> they, they want to control them so much. But no, what I'm saying is, whenever, as a parent, just because I know my kid, like I said, I might have a version of beast talking to my 12 year old. That's because I'm understanding the motherfucker might fuck another 12 year old. That does not mean I'm cool with them going to fuck a 40 year old. Correct. It's not fucking It's not rocket science. Right. And, 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 and they go around the world, dog. You got to go to the extreme, most extreme example to make your point. It's not a strong point. Yeah, and that, and this is what it come down to, dog. So, and, 
They use someone living their life. So my nigga <laughs> tried to use spicy foods to to say. I thought that was so funny. My nigga said spicy that. foods. <laughs> my nigga said someone soul. My nigga said my nigga said Dwayne Wade is gay because he lets Gabrielle Union eat his ass out. And I'm like, so wait, how is doing a sexual act with the opposite sex gay? And he was like, because all ass players gay. And I said, how? He was like, because it <laughs> is. And I'm like, my nigga, how? if you put your dick in a woman's ass, how that is, is that play. gay? So how is that gay? He was like, no, this, so this chick says, so she was like, well, gay people suck, give head. So how is head not gay? He was like, he did on that I would have kept asking that shit over and over and over and over again. He can see that there's gay hands in it. I would have forced him to answer that shit. We'd have stopped the shit right there. And he was like, and I was like, I was like, so what about people who get off to anal? He was like, that's just, that's not, that's nerve endings. That's like when people get off the tattoos or spicy food. Some people just like pain. I'm like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? The people, though, to to master own insecurities, though, they will go around the river bend. That was mental gymnastics equivalent to a fucking six-year-old fucking cartwheeling with their fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> no heads. Busting their fucking knees up on the fucking ground standing up. Yo, I did it. <laughs> yes, you did, little what Timmy. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes, you did, little Timmy. These niggas, bro. Hey, the last thing I want to say on this topic, sir, dog. I knew this topic was like this. was just been giving me... So I just been wanting to speak on this for so long because niggas been giving me headaches. Is the term sexuality and when we talk about children and in their world. And I'm talking about the levels of it. My earliest crush, I was three years old. Her name was Jasmine. It was at Rainbow Bright Learning Center. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because people been going, you don't remember nothing from three years old. Maybe you don't remember nothing from three years old. But uh, you're gonna, right. certain moments are going to stick with you from certain parts of your right. life. You know what right. I'm saying? So you, you, you know Maybe what I mean? your brain's weak. I've always been attracted to girls. Like, I always have been. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, you can't, like, I didn't choose to be straight. And when these people act like these people are choosing to be gay, yeah, I'm like, so I, I was like, if you can choose to be gay or straight, you're bi. That's the only people I know that can make choices in that manner. Because uh-huh. of the rest of us, us gay people you are. You that either. Cause you, you know right, but I'm saying they can choose who they're fucking because they're attracted to both naturally. You know what I mean? I'm naturally only attracted to women. Gay people are naturally only attracted to the same sex. So, when you talk that choice, you to get goofy. But this... <laughs> <laughs> but this, but this nigga here said he um, I mean but people in general with the sexuality shit. Since I was three, I knew I liked girls. L- sexuality when you're three, when you're four, when you're six, when you're nine is not wanting some pussy. Right. It's just a warm little fuzzy feeling you have about inside. a particular person. Well, how, how, how are you, Dmac? Well, not all the time. Okay, I say not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? But not what I'm saying is at six years old, your average six year old would not necessarily Oh wait, at six? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I thought you said at twelve. No. I said, oh, said at six? No. Oh fuck no. Yeah, it is nothing sexual. It is it is very much that's my point. holding hands. That's my you point. Know, I just I, I, I said I lost shit. my virginity at twelve, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally, my, totally, my point totally. is totally. when they be like, Oh, at six year old, you don't know if you like what you like. I was like, No, no yes, you do you like do what you like, like people. But that's not that sexual layer that's to it. That's not what like, it is. Not that, no, no. It's not like, that, not that carnal like no. layer to it. There's though. puberty no. that you get to. There's levels. There's adulthood. We keep on using adult concepts and adding them to children levels. On a child's level, three, five, seven, nine. Like, dog. Yeah, like liking the opposite sex son, is 
So is is I like you. I might I might want to be around you. I, I yeah. want to kick it with you. You might get to a point where I want to kiss you, but you're not yeah. where you at. When I'm six and I like a girl, I'm when not I'm ever sixteen, about fucking and vaginas. And yo, six, sixteen, and thirty six are three different generations of how I look at girls in the opposite sex or whatever I'm attracted to. Man, six, I, sixteen, and thirty, my nigga. Come on, so you gotta respect the process, respect the fucking levels, man. Let's let's move on, though. I, I think we've exhausted that topic as much as social media. Are you had something else to say on it? Oh uh, no, nah, because man. you you can, you can run it like you had you. Ah uh, no, nah, nah. okay. But um, you just heard about Boosie getting banned from Planet Fitness. Uh, that's a little fucked up. Because of what he said. I don't see what they gotta do with Planet Fitness. I guess Planet Fitness is saying um. It's America. We 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 about inclusion, man. If you're a bigot, we don't want you here, dog, because that's how some people take him in. Cause one thing about Boosie that's like weird me out is his fixation on gay people, dog. He always has some take on it. One a friend of mine told me it's because he was institutionalized in that in that system and like and they're like gay some whole other shit. So like when you come back to like the real world, like a lot of people, especially and then when you mix it with the homophobia that's from being from my generation and shit. Yeah, that's yeah, from a older. That that's a gum. Right, he older than us, so that's a gumbo of some other shit. You know what I'm saying? But either way it goes, son, he got this I, weird fixation. Like he he's not as loud about anything else as much as he get loud about anything well, gay. I think it's weird that he had Planet Fitness. Maybe he was at a Planet Fitness on tour or something. I'm like, nigga, you ain't got no workout gym at your house. But um, I mean, shit. Maybe he won't go to the gym, dog. Because one thing I will say, I tell this to D recently. Like as much as I want some weights at my house, I still like going to the gym because you can get comfortable in your house. Yes, you can. So you know, maybe that's why he wanted to go to the gym. But you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock him for saying we're not supporting anybody that they feel is homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, and such. But it's just a funny headline: Boosie blocked from Planet Fitness of that. all places, of I all that. places. I and I was like, okay, Planet Fitness making a stand. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, here's a free pizza and no Boosie bigots around here. <laughs> no Boosie bigots. You will work out and free. No. They, they, well, I guess they, I guess they, when they say no, no tights and t-shirts and shit like that. My they, nigga, you know, Danzel Square shouts out. He made this joke. He said, "What well, he said? There's a judgment-free zone, and Boosie was doing a lot of judging." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, said this is company policy. All right, sir. Moving on, man. Dog, that's all shit about the little, uh, the 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 little person, the nine year old boy that was being bullied. Yeah. And he went viral, and then this uh, other, like, I guess this other um actor that suffered from dwarfism, like, donated him like twenty five k because he was going through this and that. And then the new rumor came out that he wasn't really nine years old; he was really eighteen year old scamming people. But then that got even then people was like riding, like going crazy. It was like this big ass like social media. It was all this crazy. Be like, yeah, see, y'all just be believing anything. Motherfucker, really eighteen years old? He scammed all of y'all. Look at these pictures of this motherfucker loving money and shit. And then it's all this shit. And then it came out no. He is a nine-year-old boy. Right. Y'all are fucked up for bullying him as well now because y'all see pictures. Because the thing is, but then they got this other room, and I don't know what, if this is true. Apparently, that he, he is nine, and this is some shit that happens because people love like just riding lies, however they want to like ride him. But he is nine, but him and his mom do be scamming. Maybe a lie, a lie. That the rumor is, the rumor is that they use his dwarfism as a, as a scapegoat to set up shit to be like, oh, whoop yeah. whoop, that's the rumor. Now I feel like that could be a dirty rumor specifically started because people felt played at the boy. Now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we gotta come up something deeper than that. It's the mama in the morning. I'm just talking about the age, but we ain't wrong about the scamming. Sorry. The boy's a nine year old scamming. No, they use pictures of him at somebody's eighteen year old birthday. 
And see, see, he's with 18 years his own birthday party. See, look at him standing in front of 18 years. <laughs> and I picture him holding money. What kind of what kind of nine-year-old you know hold money and wear clothes like this? Uh, uh, uh one with a hood uh, ass mama. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> And a big question I like, and I'm laughing at that a lot of smart people are throwing on the internet. One, who told y'all to get this nigga money? Who said money was gonna cure his bullying? Hey y'all, we gonna donate twenty five k to him just because. Yo, I guess that, I guess I ain't gonna lie. How you got scammed when you tried to pay him off for being bullied? Uh, What's man, the scam, nigga? Pay me off, right? Uh, money will boost my self esteem. I'm just like, saying. Like I don't know, I, I see the method. My nigga, if people decide to give this man money because they felt bad for him, whether he 18 or 9, he could he act like people with dwarfism don't get bullied well into adulthood. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want to give money from the kindness of your heart, well, that's what you did. Now he's like giving a bum $5, dollars. Not on you with the bum do. You made the kind gesture. Yeah, that's just about, that just is what it is. Um, Erica Badu Perfume. She's released it. 50 Plus bucks a while. It sold has. Out. Sold out. It has. I mean, what is, what is it? It's probably announced a Badu Pussy Premium Incense. So it's an incense. That's it's sold out in 19 minutes. It's a damn shame. It is made of her her drawers. Okay. Her, 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 what is, let, me, let me find a specific thing. Because it's, it's not just like, the, this is a pussy smell. It's her essence. Uh, where is it? There's, oh my God, I have to get... You want that incense? No, I have to get on this conversation. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Cause like I wanted to comment on that fucking kid shit too, but I have to get this fucking um, handle your order over there. Thing, thing, thing. So, but um, okay. yes, uh, uh, there's an urban legend that my pussy changes men. She shared with the publication. Publication: the men that I fall in love with and fall in love with me change jobs and lives. I took lots of pairs of my panties, cut them up into little pieces, and burned them. Um. <sighs> But no, that's, come on, wait, because somebody... Okay, the highly discussed incense created with the ashes of Badu's underwear, essential oils, and herbs. I don't know what them herbs is. Pussy herbs. <laughs> but... What kind of pussy herbs? I ain't about to pay $50, know. but I am curious. I'd like to see who did got the money. I, I want to smell it. All right, I do want to, you know, smell this whiff. I want to smell it, G. What if Badu pussy smell like that for real? I mean... And I guess in uh, essence, maybe, but she burned up her underwear. She, the she the, she she mixes it with oils that she uses every day, and herbs. Hmm. What do you think it smell like? What do I think it smell like? If I were to be very honest, I think that shit smell like some shit I never smelled before. <laughs> Like you said, bro. Smell. He's, he brings, I think so too. Cause this all started because some what white actress said she made like pussy perfume. Yeah, I think was I it Quentin Paltrow. I forgot which one, but one yeah. of them. One of them said something about uh, they just let out some pussy perfume, and then and then Erica Badu was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> pussy incense." Oh, cause uh, the aroma in the room. I, I got I, I I got the I got the juice. You hear me? What up, D Mac? What you talking about? Man, hold up. I have to know the ingredients of this fucking Erica Badu Oh, we shit. just said it. It's, it's, hold on, hold on. That shit is fucking hilarious to me. It's her burned up panties. Her essential oils that she uses every day. Specific oils that she like. Uh-huh. That she all, that's her shit. Uh-huh. 
And um, herbs, and they say what the herbs are. And herbs? Yeah. What kind of fucking herbs? That's what I said. I was like, I'm very curious to know what are in these herbs. Wow. What's in the, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Literally, what's in the box? What's in that box? God damn. That is just... Oh, my gosh. That girl's And a little dash of... Oh no, chemicals! Let's <laughs> make it the power pussy incense. Oh my god. I know like everybody I'm about to do. make a fragrance. She, uh, I mean, you know, she's the bitch sold out in 19 minutes, you hear me? I $50 mean, a wop. You pay for that D? Huh? You pay 50 for it? No. <laughs> me neither. The fuck? No. I just, <laughs> just want to know what it smells like. I am curious to know what it smells like. I'm not about to buy it though. And what you just say about the dwarfism, boy? Um, <laughs> when it first hit that it might be a scam, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was kind of saying, like, I wasn't shocked. I was like, you know, you know, people are fucking, you know, very fucking emotional. And there are people that will, like, prey on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um. I applauded his scammers. Yeah. But then when it came out that it was, it was real, I was like, see, you motherfuckers. You don't want to shut the fuck up? And, and, I'm, and, and my thing is, like we just said, <clears throat> How can I call it a scam if y'all donated money? Yeah. You need extra uh-huh. money? Yeah. Nigga say, give him my child money or he won't kill himself. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody told y'all to give money to basically like something that you can't fix. Like, what the fuck? Y'all are dumb. <laughs> y'all are just dumb and fucking emotional. And I'm like, why are people, it's like the Dwayne Wade shit. Why are people that didn't give the boy no money so mad? Right. Yeah. I give a goddamn dime. And he shouldn't have got shit. No, they so mad. Like, you didn't see? even lose in the situation. Look, no fuck, they, 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 they so mad, they called him all kind of shit. You're like, see, you gave it, you gave Terry Atlantis all that motherfucking money. Yeah, that's the like Terry Atlantis and shit. shit. One of those was funny, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. One of those was funny, I was like, damn. But no, but some of them got bad. Some people called him yeah, a little monster. Some of them really were fucking kind of terrible. Well, they met again, so no, they But the Terry Atlantis one was funny. It was only funny when I thought it was a scam. Oh, when he was 18? Yeah. It was funny when he was 18. When, not funny when, when he died. When he was 18, yes. It was, it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Funny, funny, funny. You know what I'm saying? When he was a kid, there's like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. This is, though, thinking of him as 18, I hear him do that Tyrion Lannister voice. And it's like, my dear lord. Like, I was like, what if we really talk like that? But yeah, he's a child. Oh, you man, you say, what if the boy talked like Tyrion? They had a meme up there, son. With the 18 year old with all the fucking money. And that bitch said, Oh, they would say Atlantis are always faces death. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was dying. I said y'all bitches are stupid. <laughs> Listen, dog. Um, leave his child alone. Leave his kid. Leave all the kids alone. Boy alone, man. So uh, Tank is in the news again. This time for not sucking dicks. Nah, <laughs> for trying to cheat. Dog, it's so funny. Nigga said, nigga rolled out of this bitch. Well. It, it, it might it might take you two times to figure out if you like to suck dick, but it only take woman one time for you to cheat. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. I'm like, oh, got you there, Tank. Um, so what he cheated? Um, like that. Well, so Selena Powell. Oh, it was Selena Powell was a new name for me. What was this? We're on Madam Noir. Now I don't want to read. I'm coming. Let me get to the news part of it. Right. Because now they begin to saw this fluff. Fluff. Um, Tank was playing around, and this chick Selena Powell's direct messages. And Selena, who had obviously used her relationships to come up, wasn't shy about sharing the conversation. And a screenshot Powell showed the two going back and forth. Powell responded to Tank's post, which read, it, it all starts with your imagination. And a private message, Powell, Powell said, imagine you making me come 20 times a night. Mm-hmm. Tank responded, imagining. Remember, Tank's married. 
when Powell spoke about how long it took him to respond, Tank stepped up to flirt and saying, I'm sure there's somebody worse. Laugh out loud. I only go on it to talk to you. Laugh out loud. The screenshot ended with Powell saying that she wanted to be his girlfriend. Now, I don't know how far these two went, blah, 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 blah. So when Selena shared a pretty vulgar question on her Instagram stories, this screenshot served as a type of receipt. In a story that featured Tank's song, When We, Selena had mentioned his wife, Zena Foster, and asked, how does my pussy taste? <laughs> these girls, bro. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know, bro. It sound like rich people shit to me. Rich ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Bring girl, back home five, she six, tagged six. this man's wife, son. Bro, what the fuck is dogs? Dogs. First and foremost, so spiteful man. First and foremost, that's sideline. Uh, you got a sideline boundary, baby. She nigga the ass whoop. Bruh. If I was that man's wife, son. Because, like, you not whooping her ass for fucking your man. You're going to deal with your you No, this deal is with just your man. disrespect. Because, once again, if if I got, if, if my girl cheated on me mm-hmm. and a nigga added me and said, How my dick tastes, nigga, oh, I'm whooping yeah, your ass. It's fight oh, that, time. Yeah, your ass get whooped fight time. time. Yeah. You is, you're just disrespecting me. You came for me. Sir, now, I'm going to deal with her. I deal with her. We, yeah, gonna, we might break up. We might talk. We're going we gonna to figure out whatever we do. But, but you, you nigga, decided, this ain't got nothing to do because you could have just got away with fucking her. Mm-hmm. You fucked her, you die. Because if I found out my girl was cheating, I'm never coming at the nigga. No, I'm coming at you. No. Niggas gonna always want to try and fuck, you but I'm the, coming at you. You were the nigga, first and the second place trophy. Come on, now, nigga, you came for me. Now I got smack in your mouth. Nigga, you came for me. Right. You should be cool with the fact that you getting over on me by even fucking my girl. What? Right. You gotta come for me too? Alright. Nah, nigga, I, I, nigga, <clears> I got a vendetta against you. Niggas, bro. Bro, Duh. so like but, I would never respect yeah. that type shit, dog. It's like, come yeah, on, that yeah. shit quite was, to me. It was a little, a little uh bad form. Yeah, son. But it's like it's just so ironic, bro. It's like, dog, all these dogs, like y'all be talking about the rappers, but it be these R and B niggas, man. Yeah, they have the worst, bro. Ooh, them stories because they be they, they be singing all, all these women. beautiful songs, nah. making them feel like oh, I'm gonna be the only man, nigga. Yeah, y'all niggas, niggas be the cheaters. The biggest cheaters. They got all the women. Giving us yeah. actors, and yes, us actors be cheating and shit, but everybody be acting like all us actors and rappers is hoes, and y'all just sweet. No, y'all the hoes, R&B niggas. Y'all the hoes. Just, well, we all hoes, but y'all yeah. bigger than the rest of us, and that's all yeah. I'm saying. God damn it. Y'all hoes, too. Y'all hoes, yeah. too. Yeah, y'all hoes, too. <laughs> y'all hoes, too. Yeah. You can get a degree of cannabis come so soon. Man, we're going back to school, son. So <laughs> but I find it to be very Going fucked back. up because it's gonna start at a white school and like the people the ongoing conversation is how many people still in, in, in jail for this shit? Yeah. Y'all giving niggas degrees on weed and this niggas still in jail for selling weed? They're letting people out. They are, they are. In the defense of some states. But y'all need to let everybody out for weed before yeah, y'all start off. Let's say this is specifically thing. whatever whatever city or state has the college. Yeah, they should let people out. Yeah, they should not have their one nigga in jail for weed. It should be completely decriminalized, like de everything. everything. You hear me? That specific spot. You you should not be able to get that as no degree at your college to get funding for your school for some shit like that. Yeah, and they got niggas in your fucking your fucking city in your fucking state in jail for it. No. No, Especially no. at a that's white not, institution, that's that'd so be the ultimate irony. No, it nigga, doesn't even, it doesn't even make make sense. Nah, son, and that'd be the ultimate fuckback. Cause that, it, it's a, it's a trip, dog. And shouts out to Oklahoma for finally deciding they're gonna teach the oak about the massacres in their schools, bitch. That's part of your Oklahoma history. Thanks to fucking what you call it? Cause of Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, so Cause of I, I buried the lead. I'm sorry. Because of the Watchmen. 
because of the Watchmen making the whole thing go viral because so many people did not know that Tulsa Massacres was real. They're being forced, I guess, in a way to have to deal with it in their own history. Yeah. Ain't that some shit, son? But we we have that experience right now because we live in New Orleans and they don't often teach about the Louisiana slave uh, uh, riots. Yeah. I mean, not riots, uh, rebellion. Yeah. Um... They don't teach that. Well, I didn't learn. I learned that being in a play. I didn't learn that in middle school. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I've like whole separate books. Just Come on, like, just like on the on the on the topic. I like, like that, but you know, it's that's. I guess from what I'm hearing, it, it, it definitely wasn't right. like, like, bro, like like standard. Oh, that's that is not in school. Most thing, most things that I did learn about Black history was from my grandma because she had this um big ass book. She just always, just generally speaking, she always wanted me to know my my history. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But if I didn't have that. There's a lot of shit I wouldn't fucking know just trying to depend upon the school system. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa's hanging. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, dog, like, I'm so glad that that's a step in the right direction. When we're talking about inclusion matters and how inclusion can help change and shape things, that's the type of shit we're talking about. Yeah. That, that, a show like this being made with the people telling the story of the people that is telling the story of has changed legislation. At this, in fucking Oklahoma to where their school now have, schools have to now teach about this freaking moment that they tried to hide. And it's just one of many. And when you talk about the black economy being where it is, and y'all try to make it like, just pick yourself up by your bootstraps, you need to see more stories of what the fuck whiteness and white America of the time did to it us. to see where I was doing that. As to why we don't even have boots. Talking about fucking straps. Indeed. Man, we about to move out of here. A couple other hot stories I just want to throw out there. Uh, Zimmerman is trying to sue Buttigieg and uh, Bilsby Warren for bringing him up. Hilarious. Um, Sway Lee um, is making some heels. Yeah, I saw his Man, shoe. Uh, <laughs> Non-gender, neutral like heels. I like like, honestly. Um, it's, a, it's some Prince shit. Some and people trying to hate on it. And I'm like, dog, at some point. It's like concept. Bro, let people wear what they wear. Like they try to say, that's gay that he wants heels, nigga. Is he is he fucking what, a man? What sex, see, is he, is he fucking everything? They, they put sex into everything, my nigga. Niggas forget too. Oh Niggas my forget God. their favorite artists rock heels and shit. Man, so much of it. And also, uh, this lady stole five hundred thousand dollars from a church so she could fund her wedding. Good for you. Damn, what kind of wedding she was trying to have? It'd be funny if he was at the church. What if, what if she was stealing that money? I'm, I'm using five thousand for this wedding. No, no, what kind of wedding? Maybe trying to get your house. Don't say it was about that wedding. Two, maybe ten thousand for that wedding, but the rest of that money is going on y'all new house and your honeymoon. But let's get into bats nerd out moment. Bats nerd out moment. Bats nerd out. Uh, today in Bass Note, that moment, I want to talk about a couple of black women. For okay. The first black woman, and we talking about what I'm married out about. I'm talking about my industry. Y'all, you heard us talking about uh, <coughs> the acting game and such. <coughs> Tiffany Boone breaks her silence on her exit from the shot. Remember one of one of the oh, things yeah. that got in niggas so deep was everything that was going on with Jason Mitchell and I basically threw away basically all our dreams. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he had this. I often say you had the perfect situation. That like if I if someone had to ask me, what would be your ideal? Would be your ideal situation? 
in your in your in your game, it would be to be the lead on a TV show that's only running for a certain amount, a certain amount of time. So then I can still do movies and be able to be a TV star and a movie star and just craft and do whatever I and like that. That to me, because the TV show is a job, movies is a passion project, and that just seems like the dream. He threw it all away doing all kind of shit. We've covered it many other times in the in the podcast. But one of the things that they were talking about was one of the rumors were that he was harassing his co-star, Tiffany Boone. And that's one of the reasons why she allegedly left the show. And people was like, damn, dog, like you you driving this chick so bad she had to leave. Because that's the thing we were talking about. Like, nigga, motherfuckers just don't leave. A successful show. Yo. Just making them bank. Mo, come on. As mm-hmm. actors, my nigga, why would you put yourself out of work? Right. That's you know what I'm saying? So uh, she hopped on Instagram and explained some shit. I'm not about to read all of this, yeah, but let's get into some of it. It's yeah. May 2019, and I'm watching a breathtaking sunset. No, I'm not about to come on. Come let's on, get to the real shit. On. Let's get to the real shit. Okay, I think I see some shit about the shot. All right. I heard whispers that my pre- in full transparency, I was aware that some news was coming, but work had allowed me to focus elsewhere. I heard whispers that my previous co-star had been fired from a new project and subsequently fired from the show we worked on together. I knew that there were rumors and accusations swirling, but I did not think that the media... Or for that matter, social media would make me the focus of any stories. I had finished my time on The Shine in November of 2018 and had already been working on a new series for several months. I felt I had moved on. Ah, blissful ignorance. At some point in our lives, I think we all had jobs that we didn't love. At the end of the day, I will always be a girl from Baltimore raised by a mother who was who worked who who for years worked two jobs to make sure I had everything I needed. In college, I worked two or three jobs at a time to help afford school. I can't say I enjoyed them, but it was a necessity. I wasn't raised to quit jobs, yet a day came when I had to be brutally honest with myself about what I was willing to sacrifice just to have a job. Was I able to compromise my values, integrity, and happiness just to be employed? You don't carelessly leave a hit show, quote-unquote, that is praised by your community. I deeply love Chicago and the people of that city who have embraced me. I felt honored and privileged to be a part of telling their story. The weight of what I was leaving behind felt like a ton, but the weight the weight of my responsibility to speak up has, was even heavier. There were people who questioned my decision. How could I be sure I would work again, especially on a project of that magnitude? I wasn't sure, but I had faith that once I took that leap, I would be guided wherever I was supposed to go. Never did I imagine that that leap would turn into the most beautiful flight. I knew it was a risk, but I feel as if it was a second I dove off that cliff, there was a hand beneath me lifting me higher. Professionally, I've been able not to only work on projects that I'm proud of, but with people who are making concrete steps to change the nature of this business. On Hunters, everyone from Amazon to Jordan Peele's Monkey Park Productions to our showrunners David Wilder and Nikki Toscano made it clear that they were creating an environment of safety, respect, and collaboration. From there, I was able to work. She's listening. It seems like she's saying something without being specific. She's saying this shit. She said safe. She said it is run by women who are committed to supporting other women, telling unique and compelling stories written by about women to create an environment about each and every person feels safe and more safe and inspired to create their best work. I don't say this to brag about my new fancy playmates. I mention it because I'm overflowing with gratitude for where this journey has taken me. I remember crying on my couch in Chicago the moment I realized what I was being called to do, fearful of what was next. I'd already spoken to HR and high-level producers about a few of my concerns after season one. I returned for season two, feeling assured that HR training would set the show on the right track. Oh, God. However, once we started filming, I quickly realized that not everyone was interested in creating a work environment that was conducive to each person feeling safe, seen, and heard. I felt that if I didn't speak up, other voices that were trying to be heard would be silenced. After additional conversations with HR, I asked to be released from my contract. It was one of the most difficult decisions I've ever made, but there is a freedom you are granted when you stand in your truth. 
It is a freedom that allows you to experience things you never thought were possible. It's allowed my... I'm trying to just get into the meat. With all that said, I know that people expect to hear the details of everything I encountered along this journey. I completely understand that desire. At this time, I'm not in a place where I'm comfortable sharing any more than what I already have. First of all, I'm not interested in participating in the he said, she said, or she said, she said with other people involved in my experience on the shy. I do not see how that benefits anyone. Secondly, my decision to make my concerns known to relevant parties on the show is not just for me. My story is intertwined with experiences of my then co-workers, and it is not my place to share their stories. I left the show hoping changes would be made to create a better workplace for everyone involved. Lastly, I'm presenting working, I'm presenting, I'm presently working towards forgiveness, not just of others, but most importantly, myself. I decided myself by staying in a situation that I knew wasn't aligned with who I am or who I want to become. In order to forgive others, I'm trying not to dwell on those negative things that I believe they did. This is what I need to do on my path towards healing. I know not everyone will understand this, but if I, there is anything I've learned in this process is to trust myself and protect my space. And I'm just, you know, you can check the rest of it out. She's talking about how much she's loving life right now. But my nigga, what does that say to y'all? Uh, thank God I stood up for myself <clears throat> after being abused on set many times <laughs> in season one. Yeah. I never felt safe. <clears throat> I looked for safety and respect and never got it. And I exported from HR. I asked him to get out of my contract. And once I thought I was going to be fired and never get hired again, look at God. I'm out that fucking hellhole. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise Allah Akbar. <clears throat> like, get the fuck out of there if you're, from, if you're on the show and you're a woman because them motherfuckers don't respect shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to give you no details. It is what it is. Fuck that nigga. Jason Mitchell. <laughs> what you saying, dude? I mean, pretty much, dude. She, uh... I mean, just in so many words, it just sounds like she's basically saying, you know, she got the fuck out of there and she happy she fucking did. It was it, it was hard, but she but she had to. And um, she wishes it could have been different. And um, she's not the only one that's dealing with shit. It's, it's, it's her and some other fucking people. And she doesn't want to be too ex explicit about anything, which I totally fucking respect. But um, it just sounds like she's just doing... Whatever she thinks she's, she has to do. She's taking care of herself. I feel like all the all the rumors, she basically validated. Yeah. Like yeah. Like she said, I didn't feel sick because that's the thing. All the rumors were sick, like 50 times. she felt harassed. Yeah. She felt uncomfortable and because she played his love interest. You feel me? The rumors were she had to bring her boyfriend on set. All kind of shit, just like in oh, from season one to season two that and they had to go to HR and all like dog. She basically she said, I'm not about to you know he said she said bullshit. No, I know what I went through. You hear right, 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 right. And, and they know. And she said, I, and, and, and she said exactly what we she echoed what we said. Like, look, you don't just leave a show, like his right, show. Yeah. That said a lot. That said everything. But like she echoed it. You think like, I wanted to leave? I, didn't want I was to leave. making some money. Nigga, yeah. I was there, but this nigga was fucking tripping. Right. It was that bad. And and everybody around around me supported it. No one did nothing about it. That's did she said it was HR. So she said she did. They tried, but yeah, like basically, you should have fired the nigga the first time. But they didn't. But you didn't. You kept forcing his ego because it wasn't until he did the Netflix show and they're saying he doing yeah even more shit. Like goddamn nigga, you already causing this ruckus on your own show and you taking it to Netflix and then it's like it just went from there. But like yeah, son, this this is, this is a very interesting thing. But one thing I find very funny, very interesting is. 
all the uproar about y'all don't know what's going on. Y'all can't get it. Like, you know what I mean? It's often the shit of like, you know what I mean? Like they was riding against us, like trying try to protect. We always try to protect our damaged black men because of understand we understand as black, you know, like our black men, we go through a lot and shit, and we do get fucked over a lot. But a lot of times, like, people be guilty and we just wanna protect them. And yeah. sometimes you just gotta be real. So I'm like, nah, no. sometimes you let niggas fry. Son, some niggas is trash. Sometimes. Some niggas is really trash, dog. And the thing is, if you let them fall, they'll pick themselves up if they, you know, <clears throat> got some sense of dignity and respect about themselves. Right. Because sometimes when you, some niggas don't never hit bottom because you carry them so you keep far. carrying them through their fuckery. You let them hit bottom and realize what it is hit bottom. And if they, because the thing is, if, if they ain't gonna climb their way out, they ain't gonna climb their way out. No matter if they are on the bottom or you carrying them. The only thing they gonna do is when you're carrying them is that they're gonna carry you with you. They're gonna take you down with them. Mm. Hmm. Other side of it. Shouts out to Issa Rae. Um, she said, um, diversity questions should be asked of white people who run the industry. <laughs> Every time it's an interracial romance, it feels like it centers on whiteness and it doesn't have to. Just so you know, there are people who don't procreate with just white people. <laughs> I don't feel like it's up to me to answer these questions. Like, I'm doing the work. I'm out here. I'm employing who I need to employ. I'm telling the stories I need to tell. Those questions need to be asked of the powers that be. It needs to be asked of the white people who run this industry. Come on, man. Talk yeah. that shit. I, like, yeah. nigga, because, dog, like, like, what else? What more can I say? Yes. What more can I do? This black woman, Selena Johnson, believes fans should be able to enjoy Kelly's music guilt-free. And her take on it is very interesting. She said, I don't think people should find themselves responsible for his actions because they love his music. During that time when you heard that music, you were in a pure place where you received something lyrically that inspired and motivated you. You can hold on to that. That's not your fault that he created this. So if we can't listen to his music, then we can't watch another Harvey Weinstein movie. We can't watch none of Bill Cosby's movies. Um, And um, she said, God created... like then." this is in this quote she said God created these people they're still created by God he also designed them to put those good things in the world I'm not getting to that part of it but she spoke a very similar thing on the breakfast club where she was saying that the song he wrote for her she refused to sing in America because she noticed the creepiness in it she was like no this ain't creepy but she still sings it in context in Africa because the African women flip those like more than a woman or something but they flip the words to be about how they bandy together to get some like um suffrage and like they sing another in a completely different context. So when she goes on an African tour, they like they like like no sing this for us because this kept me like fighting against domestic abuse, fighting against them niggas on that shit. Like that that's their cry. And it's so funny how art can do that. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm not saying boycott R. Kelly music or not boycott R. Kelly music. I feel like that's everybody's decision within themselves, like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby thinks she has a point there. But yeah, I like how she you know. put it. Yeah. I just like how I like how she put it on. It's not because a lot of times we get defensive because we act like it's our fault. It's not our fault that this nigga's a monster and we like his music before we really knew what the scope of any of it was, especially since most of us were children. Right. Yeah. Fuck. We was coming Facts. up on. So, you know, I, I just wanted to throw that out about it. And the last black woman I want to shout out and best nerd out moment is Dana Guerrero, because big ups to her. She signed an ABC deal. That's the chick who played uh, uh, Koye in Black Panther. Oh, and she's her girl from Walking Dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She signs a major deal to develop projects at ABC Studios. Wow. Anytime there's a black face, especially a black woman that gets a power position at a studio to develop material. It's going down. Shit about to be fired. There's more jobs That's for nice. people that look like us. Right. Yep. right, right, right. Period. Righteous. Period. And that was Bats Nerd Out Moment. Woo. Yo, Joe, you got some sports. Sports. Sports, yeah. yeah.
Man, the fight supposed to be going on tonight between Wilder and Fury. You dig? That shit gonna be happening. On this day! This, to this day! But on this day! On this I day. Need, dog, I need him to whoop Tyson, dog. Because let me tell you, Tyson Fury won last one, you hear me? He won the last one. Mm -hmm. Even though... Uh, the decision, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like Wilder, Wilder did knock him down. Wilder gotta knock him out. He gotta lay him down. He gotta lay him down. He gotta lay him down. He gotta lay the Gypsy King down. Mm -hmm. uh, on top of that, Drew Brees is back in Saints football. A lot of people are disappointed about that. Who knows what's gonna happen with Taysom Hill or fucking the, the, uh, Teddy? Teddy, because the rumor is yeah. Teddy might leave. Yeah. Taysom over there talking that shit. If they don't see me as a top tier quarterback, then I'll go out and go somewhere else. Like, damn, nigga, you just got hot this year, bitch. Be cool. Your quarterback skills ain't all that, son. Son, you're a great player doing what you're good, doing right now. Player, he's a good player all he's, around. He's good at exactly he what he's currently doing for us. You know what I mean? Well, that's how we play him, yes. How we play him is beautiful. And I think he could be and a good quarterback. But the thing bit. is, it's like, chill out, you know what I'm saying? Humble yourself a little bit, young man. Yeah. Teddy going about it perfectly. If Teddy about to go to another team, he's humbly doing it. Right. And that's hey. the way you play it. Exactly. Um... Still, rest in peace, Kobe. Everybody's still doing tributes and shit. They're still going on. Man, you saw Iverson hug D Wade. Yeah, that hug was Ooh. like, man, that hug was serious. You know what I'm saying? You felt, and he was wearing Kobe yeah. jersey. I, yeah. I, I, I was getting a little emotional. I was like, man, he hugged D Wade for a minute. He, it was, it hurt. This still hurting through the whole NBA. I don't give a fuck about the championship and none of that. There's really too much this season when it comes to the NBA. They said one it. of them. Um, the, they said uh, somebody got screwed out of the basketball dunk competition. They oh. said the nigga that was supposed to win the second time he got uh, snubbed. I can't think of his name because I don't know sports. I forgot the nigga name. But I mean, it was a yeah. big-ass deal. Man. <clears throat> that. Kobe did. So, nigga, everything's not a big deal anymore to get yeah. right now. Like, only thing I just hope is that the Lakers go to the championship and beat whoever. Just for Kobe. For Kobe. But yeah. other than that, um, oh, I think that oh the best thing about the All-Star game was when that boy uh, LeBron shot got blocked. By uh, Giannis. Uh, That's probably the best thing he gonna always remember. He's like, uh -huh. it's, it's like uh -huh. Iverson's uh -huh. crossing up Jordan. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, where were they gonna block? Give me that shit, LeBron boy. Shot? I blocked him. One Give me time. that shit, LeBron. Mm -hmm. They got oh, this beat with these fucked up looking Jordans with his with his ankles looking like wide and shit. Oh, and yeah. the sun like, that's not no Jordans. They say, yes it is. We got crossed up by eye. <laughs> like, that nigga's so dumb. <laughs> that nigga doing a dance move. No, that shit look crazy. Uh, what else going on in the sports world, man? Um, Zion back. Zion been doing this thing. The Pelicans has really been going hard. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm hearing that. They've been a team that's gelling real well. I think next year is going to be the year that we're going to be a super serious threat. Um, I saw some footage of Zion. And I was like, God damn! Yeah, the boy's ridiculous. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. He's losing the week. This nigga always yeah, ride that. He a big body. Your little Ali said she come out of retirement yeah, for the right price that. to yeah, face right Clarissa, Ch Clarissa, Clarissa, Clarissa Shields because Clarissa Shields been talking that shit. Listen, she said I knock her out, but she talking that shit. I'm like, hey man, she talking listen, that shit. Listen, prime, prime Layla, yes. But you ain't Layla your prime, Layla. You. Chill don't out. fuck with your legacy, man. Chill out. Right. She's like, out. I'll get in shape for us, like, nigga, don't. Why is everybody got that rocky kind of complex? That last fight that's that came out, bro. That's boxing. That's boxing. That's ego, dog. That's like, when is that what happened to Mike Tyson? He got beat the shit out of it. Because think about fight. it like this, Joe. How old are you? 29? If somebody that was like 13, like, just kept talking shit to you like they're a child, they're a child, you feel me? But they talk shit to you up until they like 21, and you like, you know what I mean, in your mid 30s. And then they get 25 of you. And they just keep talking shit to you. And they become grown. A piece of you going to be like, I'm about to whoop your ass. Or so even we say on the acting tip. 
When they try to cover your balls, you've been acting all this time. You know you're a premier actor. And it's not as different with sports, of course. Very different with sports. But it's that same ego about it. Of, my nigga, yeah. you ain't about to outwork me in this scene. I don't care, little nigga. I don't care who you think you are. And luckily in acting, listen, we get you get better with experience. So it's very hard to, like, you know what I mean, with the experience for that fight to happen. But with physical... As, as, as you get older, <laughs> you ain't compared to what everybody has. The phrase is, "The heart's willing, but the body's weak." But the flesh is weak, man. But the ego is strong. Mm-hmm. Not strong enough. Because <laughs> that shit easily get knocked down once your ass hit the canvas. Hey, um, what else is going on? Uh, that boy um, Floyd, his young boxer is about to fight off Oscar De La Hoya's young boxer. So it's gonna be like he was Oscar was talking that shit like since my, since we couldn't fight. I'm gonna have my young boys. We got young boys gonna fight. That's they really it. never fought. They fought again. They never fought again. I, he got the second up. time because La Jolla lost that fight. I remember that big old hype. They never did the rematch. Nope. Mm. That was a big money fight, boy. Cause they both are producers. De La Jolla and yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, anything else going on in the sports world for me? I think. Oh yeah, the Chiefs, man. I just want to shout them out again for being like the champions, dog. We got another black quarterback champion. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That's really dope to have, dog. Uh, brought a lot of fucking money to that city. Yeah. Uh, the game, the game was amazing. That's one thing that I forgot to mention. Bought a Super Bowl game. So apparently, uh, who are they going against? Who are they going against? Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco was busting their ass mm-hmm. for three quarters straight. Three quarters straight. This nigga, my homes come back in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Took scores three touchdowns immediately, dog. And then comes out and wins, and wins like by two more touchdowns. You like, sure we didn't talk about this on last episode? I don't think so, dog. If we did, I got to feel. I got feeling. I feel like we talked a little episode. bit about yeah, it. I think, I think we, we we covered it. We was very excited about it. Damn. Well, anyway, dog. That's, High that's, ass nigga. It's the pie hit by my pocket. <laughs> Man, that boy won that shit. Uh, <laughs> XFL started. Apparently, it's all to oh, the start. Oh, XFL! I don't understand that shit because they changed some of the rules. But so apparently, it's uh, do you know the people, people who like, like it? Yeah, like no, it. there's a lot. I was surprised. I thought it was just gonna get shat on, and no, it's gotten good ratings. Like, no, that bitch got a pop. It's getting positive from the people. It, it, I was it's like, almost oh, like blitz, dog. It's, it's like it's good. like they get close and close to the blitz. No, they, no, that's the thing that people like about it. it's gotten further and further. That's the thing. The original X, the original XFL was blitz. That was a fucking yeah, cartoon. Was blitz. It was blitz, my nigga. But they're trying to be like their own version of football. They're not trying to change everything, but they've changed certain things that and certain is. mechanisms might check, might throw you off if you're used to NFL shit. But it's just some new shit, and like to a lot of people, they like the they like the new shit. I don't watch none of it, but I was just just surprised. As such the positive, like talk, like I, 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 I was because the thing is, I more. felt like it got it just started like the Saturday good. after the Super Bowl. They had that one commercial during the Super Bowl, but then I felt like they had no true marketing for it. It just was like, oh, I think somebody happened online, like, oh, you know, XFL started the day. I'm like, what? So I thought it was gonna flop. I'm like, oh, Vince McMahon, you didn't wasted more money. <laughs> you didn't throw your money back into this failed idea of yours because for whatever reason you want to own a football thing. I don't hey, know why. He wants it, dog. But gee, so when I saw, wait, it's not getting shat on. It's people kind of like it. And they get okay. Uh-oh. All right, Vince, you might have. You might be onto something. You, you might. Who knows? Because they he even said, hey, because because right, even the person he got running it is saying like, dog, oh, we're not stupid. We understand that some of the players here are only using us as a platform to possibly get back into the NFL or mm-hmm. to get into the NFL. We just here to play some good football. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, all right. Well, if you say that. Then I accept it. Yeah, I, mean, I accept it. Well, I don't want anybody to go hard. Right, we're trying to count, compete. We just said, well, if you really like football, you don't have to just only worry about it doing NFL season. Hey, listen, they got Canadian leagues and shit. Yeah, I mean, 
But we we on this channel and we here, you know. All right, fucks with it. Watch us. Like, now with that good hey, concept. If, if, if it's good, it's good. Man. You know what I mean? So go check out the XFL. And I want to shout out this one wrestler. Her name is Bianca Bella. She is a fire-ass black chick that kills it in wrestling. But the reason why I want to shout her out is because on the last pay-per-view, she had this fire-ass outfit from head to toe that said Black History. Hmm. And in, yeah. the, in the game, like, wrestling... Oh, no, not even just her. And shout out to Naomi, too. She another one. She came out recently in this huge-ass fro. And it's like, nice. whenever I just see, like, just blackness so prevalent in white spaces, generally, because wrestling is still based, you know, mostly white. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just be like, dog, people don't understand how hard it is to stand in your truth like that when you are the minority in any event. Whether mm-hmm. you're the gay nigga, whether you're the only chick, whether you're the black person. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I, I just got Like, I was, you know, I'm a wrestling head and that's my part of the sports is looking at like, look, look, I, I see y'all black women. I see y'all like, mm-hmm. do y'all thing. You hear me? But, uh, yeah, y'all, that's the show for the day. Wow. Oh, yeah, I want to shout this, this statistic out. Lifting weights as you, as you age. Cut your risk of early death by 46%. Oh, yeah. They've surveyed people aged 65 or older about the exercise habits and tracked them for 15 years. Nearly a third of the study participants died during that period. Damn, six, 15 years after 65. Gee. Less than 10% of the subjects strength trained, but those select few were 46% less likely to die during the study than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Oh, 19% reduced risk of death. Hey, so that's why I hit that hit, hit them hit them weights, baby. I'm not judging if you're not lifting weights right now. No, no, no. But guess what? But I mean, fuck. When baby. you get about fifty, <laughs> you better lift the weight too, bitch. One up, bro. That's that's why I say it's easier. But I think Your the main thing. You're about to die, sir. You are 55 and you have yeah. nothing yeah, more. Yeah, that's why you need to make a part of your body now. I be fucking seeing them fucking men in the gym, though. Like they be in their like 60s and shit. Gotta be in 70s. I be like, oh man, they trying to live, nigga. I know why y'all here. One old man. Almost blew me the other day when we was in the gym. He like I'm walking by, you know I fucked up my wrist recently, right? Yeah. So he see me walking by, and see I think he looking at me as like a little like like hey this little nigga knows he ain't doing that right now. But I was really like okay my wrist fucked up. What can I do right now? You know what I'm saying? Let me look around. So he asked me over there. I walk by him, and he like he wants me to spot him. He like hey you know how to spot? Uh, and I'm like yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not right. spot. I, I, he wanted me to spot him on his weights. This nigga had four forty fives. On mm-hmm. each fucking side. And he's like, what nah. he's like, all I need, all I need is like you just to help me get it on. I'm I'ma lift it, I'm gonna lift it. But if I ever start to shake it a little bit, then you just help me put it back on the rack. That's all he just What did you tell him? I said <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> then he explained it again. I said, but like my Pisces nice ass self can be. I said, alright, sir. Oh my god. We do it. And he just push up. And I'm feeling like, oh my God, this is a lot of fucking weight. And he start pushing it. And he's pushing, ugh, he hit that bitch like five times. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. Mm. Old man has strength. Mm. That old man has strength, son. Mm. He hit that bitch about five times, four forty-fives on each side, my nigga. Wow. You hear me? Yeah. I was tripped. And then like, but then he started struggling. Yeah. <laughs> and I grabbed it. And he's like, put it on that one, put it, put it, put it, put it. Put it. <laughs> 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 now help him put it. Help it, help it, please. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker stood up and he said, Now look, if I start shaking, <laughs> you gotta help me get it. You know that spot, right? You know that spot? I like, yeah, I know that spot. He's like, You got it. Because I don't want to drop it. Now I got it when I got it. But if I'm shaking, I was like, I, I understand if you're shaking. All right, get though. Get it. Well, I said, But I got this wrist injury. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of hurt. 
I don't want. He's like, oh, don't say, say, say no more. Let's find somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Thank you. Thank you, sir. But say at the same, them old men ain't feeble, dog, in that gym, son. That nigga got five <laughs> reps with four 45s on each side. That ain't no bitch ass shit, dog. And he's one, he's one, because it's two of them. Because what's so funny is, I think they twins. Yeah. Because. I think he felt played when I was like, I had a because I really have a wrist injury, but I think he thought I was making up some shit because his demeanor, his energy was like, that, fuck this nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I saw him kind of looking at me funny as I'm walking around other times. Sorry, dude. So, one time he looked at me funny, I said, I'm going to look back at this nigga funny. He keep looking yeah. at me, son. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I, mean, I ain't, ain't disrespecting yeah. you, old man. Why you keep on eyeing me? So, I see him motherfucker, uh, and look like he changed his clothes. And I see him fucking doing the sit ups. And I look at him, he ain't looking at me funny. And, then, and I look at this nigga funny. He look and the nigga look at me like fuck. This nigga look at me for. And then I see that it's two of them. Ah, ah. One yeah. was wearing a blue shirt, and the one I remember was wearing a gray shirt. Mm. And I saw one was on, still on with the weights, and the other one was doing the fucking sit up thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh y'all niggas is brothers. brothers. Okay, swole old brothers. Soul brothers, old soul brothers. Soul, soul. He ain't like I'm gonna point him out to you next time we're yeah, at the gym. Like like he ain't like no scene. 40, 50. No, nigga. Okay. He's somebody, grandpa, grandpa, nigga. Hmm. But he just, they must have been like, I give him maybe military niggas or something. That's the that's the vibe I got from him. He's just even the way he was talking to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was the military nigga. Because, you know, twins don't mean they both did the same thing. You know what right. I mean? But. Yeah, dog. Yeah, you know, work work out as you, as, as you get older, even if it's not lifting weights. But they saying, even if it's not lifting weights, essentially they're saying exercise keeps you young, keeps you alive. Yes. Period. Run or something. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, that's this episode 94, Side Air, the Fly With Bats podcast. Yeah. Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com. We want you to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at reviewingdad at gmail.com if you want us, you know, to review some shit. You refer, we review, you know how we do it. And, uh, you know, acting while black. Also, if you have bat, fly with bats at gmail.com, man. It's that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me at Mr. Bats. Spell that Mr. Out. You're going to find another cat on Instagram, on Twitter, but on Facebook, Martin Bats Bradford. I'm out here. You feel me? And uh, that's all I got, man. You're, we've been running it. We've been talking, man. There's a lot of information, though. I think we helped, we helped, we helped you kill some time. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Don't do me this, y'all. Don't do me this. What? Y'all, y'all, y'all got quiet. They do me down to reviewing that show. Like, like after I say something, um, Marty, Marty oh. just got this thing. They got this thing where like they don't like, like I'll do what I just my stick up. I'm out. Then they just get quiet for like seconds, just to fuck with me. And then they'll start one of them will start speaking the closers. I'm like y'all motherfuckers. And then I say, okay, bitch, y'all keep doing that shit. You little stick. I'm gonna start cutting them seconds on y'all asses. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit them. But I still never get that little, you know, do that little thing or whatever. But for a second, I'm like, wait, they doing that t- shit to me. I just nah. get my fade out. <laughs> Nobody talking. Am I being, am I being troll right now? Shouts yeah, out to yeah. Punk, by the way. Apparently, Chance the Rapper's taking that over. All right, cool. Oh, I like yeah, that. Wow. That's gonna okay. be fun, man. That's gonna be I miss Punk, actually. It was pretty all right. Yeah. That's it's just, it just, you know, something like that can't go too long because people catch on. But yeah, it's uh, it's your boy D Mac. You hear me? Fuck with me on Instagram, FrenchBread.kid, and at your dick brand, and at your dick brand dot com. And that's it. Hold I'm on. so fucking loaded, dog. Posse I'm loaded. This is Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the room. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for oh, me, oh, you know he loaded. He only got no power behind that bitch. <laughs> you're out in the streets and you're looking for me. That's the acoustic version. Yeah, unplugged. Oh man, <laughs> fuck both of y'all niggas, man. I'm about to roll up another one. I'm out, man. Side A, we smoked this bitch out. You hear me?
See you on the other side, y'all. What's in the box? What's in that box? What's in that box? <laughs> Let me smell it. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. A little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool. While you sprinkle sugar on shit and you calling it food. See, I'm just trying to groove and you standing on the wall with your hands on your balls making crab claws move. Trying to bonk at a dog, but I don't bonk. I just fall back till you think you winning, but you lost in the beginning. Ayy. One goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. It's hurt. Real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. Hey, there's only one goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. It is certain. Real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do real fucking things. T.I. CZ.